The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Just you just assured me that I could speak. Sit down inside the car. We're not assuring anything. We're under arrest. Look, I'm under what? Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Have a look at the headlock here. See that chap over there? Get your hand off my penis! This is the bike who got me on the penis before. Get some cuffs. Why did you do this to me? Get some cuffs. For what reason? What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? Oh, that's a nice headlock, sir. Oh, ah, yes. I see that you know your judo well. Good one. And you, sir, are you waiting to receive my limp penis? How dare you get your hands on Dirk Benedict on the show on, on Wednesday. The Face Man is going to be on the show on Wednesday. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm loaded with all the good stuff, like fiber and vitamin C. A big yellow bunch of potassium, and I give you lots of energy. Bananas are delicious. Bananas are so easy to eat. Peas for banana. Costa Rica to Savannah. you updated throughout the night uh catherine can we check in please yeah and uh let the nation know how is the queen this evening no news i'm afraid no news has to be good news as far as the queen's health is concerned we've certainly got our fingers crossed there oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand hope you enjoyed friday's show you suckers 
This is the Late Night Alternative. I'm uh, Ian Lee. Who are you? Catherine Boyle. Sam is answering your phone calls this evening. And, um, I, what, what, you know, what a weird kind of few days of, uh, news and, uh, I don't want to dwell too much on the, uh, you know, what happened last week. But something horrible happened, a terrorist, you know, a murderer, a crazy murderer, uh, went on the rampage, killed Jack Merritt and Saskia Jones. Those are the only important names in this, Jack Merritt and Saskia Jones. Just babies, 25 and 23. I had to look, but I didn't know it. Uh, just babies. And, uh, just murdered. And I was talking to my boys about this, and this is not in any way to make light of the horrific murder of two young souls. I, I wouldn't dream of doing such a thing. Um, uh, and I was talking to my boys, because they're coming up to eight and ten, and I thought it was important to have a chat with them. And I said, I don't know if you heard, uh, I saw them on Saturday, I said, I don't know if you heard, yesterday there was, uh, there was a terrorist attack in London, and they'd heard about it. I don't know if their mum had told them or if they'd heard at school. I don't quite know, but they, you know, they're kind of up with stuff. And I said, what do you, what do you think? How do you, how does it make you feel? And my youngest said that if he'd been in London, it would have made him feel scared. And I said, well, okay, just to remind you, London is a really, really big place. And it was really near to where I worked. And I'm still not scared to go into London and I'm still not scared to walk across that bridge because of the chances of it happening to you as very, very slim. And my elder, we talked for, for quite a long, not a long time, we talked for a few minutes. I didn't want to labour the point. Um, but we talked for a bit about it and we all agreed. Uh, and I, I kind of, why would someone do that? And I said, well, some people are crazy. Some people... Uh, like to kill people because they believe in an idea, like a political idea. This guy probably did it because of a religious idea. He believed a fairy story that by murdering innocent people, he would, he would go to heaven and, um, he'd get to hang out with God. I said, and that's a fairy story. My elder, my youngest said, well, if I was God and that guy came to me, I'd eat him and then shove him up my butt. Well, okay. And I said, well, that, do you know what? That's probably closer to what's going to happen. I'm not making light of the murder at all. This is just the conversation I had with a seven and a nine-year-old, okay? And we all agreed, that really, really sad that those two souls lost their lives in a really unnecessary, violent, horrendous way. Right. And they were, they, my, my boys were upset about that and were, were saying, well, what, what will the families do? And we kind of talked about that. Here's the thing. Here's the point though. And again, this is not in any way to belittle Jack and Saskia and their families lost. Au contraire, right? Au contraire. I said to the boys, do you know, do you know that members of the public got there before the police and they attacked the terrorist? They attacked the killer. And the boy said, yeah, yeah, we heard that there were three people that got there before the police. And I said, now, do you know what weapons they used? No. I said, well, one of them, as far as I know, uses bare hands. One of them used a fire extinguisher and one of them used a narwhal tusk. My boys pissed themselves laughing. Not of the tragedy, not of the horrific, horrific situation, not of the death of Jack and Saskia, but they laughed so much 
that a bad guy could be brought down by someone spraying a fire extinguisher and someone jabbing him with a narwhal tusk. They thought that was hilarious. And, and, and the reason I'm sharing that is because if you're a terrorist, if you're an Islamic fundamentalist terrorist, if you're a right winger, whatever you are, you're a joke, man. Seven-year and nine-year-old kids are laughing at how pathetic you are. My boys were in hysterics that this idiot, whose name I don't even remember, and I'm never going to say it on air, this idiot was brought down by a narwhal tusk. My boys know what a narwhal tusk is because they used to watch the Octonauts. They knew what a narwhal tusk was before I did. And, now, and I've, I've, have you seen the video? I've seen like a little five second clip. I don't want to watch any more, but a five second clip of those three brave souls. One of them was a murderer, I believe, on day release. The guy with a narwhal tusk was a Polish guy, as someone tweeted, not me. Bloody Polish coming over here, um, taking down all our terrorists. Brilliant. Um, I don't know the, the gentleman who had the, 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 the fire extinguisher. Go on. No, and then there was the guy whose face has been blurred out on most publications, who took the knife and got it out of the way. Yeah. Who turns out was a plain, plain clothes right. British transport right. police officer. Um, actual heroes, right? And my boys were laughing at how pathetic this scumbag, idiot murderer was, right? So if you're like an Islamic extremist or whatever, you got seven-year-old kids laughing at how inept you are, right? So just, just you're pathetic. You are pathetic. And I don't want to do a show. Should we bring back hanging? What went wrong in the the, the parole system? Is Boris Johnson right to? I don't want to do any of that because that's so. First of all, it's boring. It's really boring, right? Because we get we get loads of phone calls. Yeah, we should bring back hanging. Oh, we should kill them. Oh, Jeremy Corbyn's for. Oh, it's boring, right? It's boring. It brings um, a little bit of media attention to the arsehole that did it. I don't want to know anything about that guy. I don't want to know anything about that guy, right? Brings a little bit of excitement around their kind of crazy ideology, but also it brings a lot of hurt to Jack and Saskia's parents and partners and friends and all of that. They're the important people okay so i don't want to do a show where we dwell on that if you want to phone in and comment on it i'm not going to say no but i don't want any of this let's bring back hanging we, we should i don't i don't want to i don't want to do that right because that's not what it's about one thing i'm not even going to say the guy's name because he's such an a-hole did you read the tweet that a former ukip member sent to jack's dad no He's former. I'm going to read it. I'm not going to name him. I, I tweeted it and said, could you just explain how come you're such a massive C? Um, because this is, this is where we've got to, right? I'm, I'm having trouble with, <laughs> I'm having trouble with mental health at the moment. And I can sort of understand why. This is a former, quite, you'll know the name, but I'm not saying the name because Jack and Saskia are the only important names in this story. He tweeted to Jack's dad, as I understand it, your son died because he believed early release for jihadists was justified because they could be rehabilitated. Society is demanding these releases stop immediately. A very pragmatic view, nothing vile about it. Grieve silently is my advice. What? 
What? Not mentioning the guy's name. You, you know the name. You go and find it on Twitter. I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. I don't want to... Because I tweeted him and a couple people said, don't give him the oxygen. And, and I, I, I said, you know what? You're absolutely correct. And I, I deleted it. Uh, it's just... This is in a world... Our friend Scott mentioned it. I cried when I read that. I cried, because eh, I'm not feeling great. But what? This guy's, this guy's baby has just been murdered. And it's now... He now has to put up with... The Prime Minister trying to score points with it. It's on the front page. Jack is on the front page. Both of them, Jack and Saskia, are on the front page of the Daily Mail. and the, They're being used now. They are now capital in this election for, 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 quite, for different sides and different people. And they're being used to sell newspapers. And this guy thinks it's okay. What, when did it become okay to attack parents who are mourning their children... Three days after they were murdered. It's, what a world! It's the part about grieve silently. Like, pipe down now. This is nothing to do with you. Outrageous. Absolutely it's, outrageous. It's, 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 it's something special. We're going to have a laugh tonight, dear listener. I think we could all do with a jolly old laugh tonight. The telephone number, should you wish to take part, is 03444991000. You'll speak to Sam. He'll take your name and number. Give you a call straight back. This is Talk Radio. Jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz cats and gin-soaked boys and girls. Is that <laughs> If you're awake, you're a welcome. I've got... Five cactus needles stuck in my... The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. And some good news. Got some good news. Two bits of good news. Wednesday, Dirk Benedict is coming on the show. We don't know if he's coming in or if he's on the phone or if it's going to be a pre-record. We don't know. But the face man is coming on this show. And the face man, he's, he's, he's hanging out with a friend of mine, Will Guy. He's hanging out with him. And Will said, I'm out with the face man tonight. I said, oh... Get him on my show, lol, and remind him I interviewed him about 15 years ago. He turned up on a motorbike. And the face man told Will, oh, I remember that. Yeah, that's the only show I ever turned up on a motorbike. That's the only time I've ever ridden a motorbike to a TV show. Is the radio show as loose as that TV show? Oh, I would suggest it's a little bit looser, Mr. Benedict. Sir! So the face man is coming on on Wednesday, which is great. But also good news. Good news for one of our listeners. Um, regular listeners will be aware that we have, um, oh, and Alan, you'll be, you'll want to be part of this. Oh, yeah? We, you know, we have a show, um, ghost expert, a spooky expert. How it is, was it explained? No, no, is that still on? No, we have a show spooky expert. Okay. Right. Oh, I forgot. Sorry, Alan, I forgot you don't listen to the show. Catherine. Yeah. We have a, on this show, we have a show spooky expert. Oh, is that what he is? Yes. I just remember him from being the, like, Hoover, the Hoover guy. Effer. Yeah. It's David Babcock, right? This is great news. He's had a baby. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations, wow. David. It's not, and it, before you start making jokes, guys, it's not a dust devil. He's had is it a boy a, or a girl? I, I don't know. Is it Henry or Henrietta? I, we don't know. Have you got any water? <laughs> no, uh, but I can get you we'll some. We'll get some in a little bit. We've only just started, for goodness sakes. Uh, it's uh, D- David Babcock, uh, on behalf of everyone at the Late Night Alternative, hashtag TLNA. Uh, I wish you the, the greatest of congratulations. Why don't you all tweet him at the David Babcock, hashtag TLNA, at the David Babcock. Um, and just send him your congratulations. I know that would mean a lot. Good evening to you, Alan. Evening, good evening, Kath. Yay. 
I can't believe it, we're in December, which brings me to my regular December question. What kind of late-night alternative over Christmas and New Year? We're taking two weeks off, um, but we're coming in for New Year's Eve, although part of me thinks, ah, uh, do you know what? Tell them to shove it up their arses. <laughs> I, I crossed my mind today. We're off for two weeks, but we're in for New Year's. We're doing a New Year's Eve special for people who don't like New Year's Eve. Including us. Yeah. So yeah. four, four hours of madness on New Year's Eve. Yeah, and, and ho- hopefully, if you're, if you're good boys and girls, you might have Uncle Dre filling in for us over Christmas. Wouldn't that be something, huh? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Christmas Eve, I thought you might have done a Christmas special. Say, say that again, Alan. I thought you might have done a Christmas when special have we on ever, Christmas Eve. When have we ever done a Christmas Eve show? First time for everything. Yeah, exactly. They ain't paying us enough, mate. I ain't doing Christmas Eve. We're having two weeks, and I never take two weeks off. I think this is the first time I've taken two weeks off over Christmas. I normally take Christmas week off, uh, but no, two full weeks off. So you'll be back in New Year's Eve, officially back in January. So we come back, yes, I, I, don't, I don't know how many times I need to say this. Two weeks off, but we come back in for New Year's Eve, and then we're off for the rest of the week, then we're back. He's just marking it off on his mental calendar. I'm a very mental calendar. Well, I've got kind of on my phone, so I'm just making notes of me. Okay, yeah. you make notes. I've got a really bad trapped hair in my neck, which I've been picking at, and now it's like a big red sore. Open, a welt. An open sore, an Elton Wellsby, an open sore on my neck, Cads. Oh, oh Sam! I, I can't good... wait to see the face man on Wednesday. Because you got birthday, birthday coming on the show. Say that again, what? you got the face man coming up so Wednesday, I'm looking forward to it. Okay, you're going to be listening? Too wide, I am. First time for everything, Al. First time for everything. Did we do the quarter pass break? We did it. Oh, I was hoping for another breather. Let's go to our good friend Jerry. Good evening, Jerry. Hello. Oh, Jerry, we thought you died. Yes, I thought you died, too. A succulent Chinese meal. You got dick. Dick. I'm going to be honest, Jerry. Dirk. I'm not getting a word of this today. I'm getting Dirk, and that's it. Well, I'm getting Dick. Dirk. Oh. Dirk. Oh, Suddenly gone all Kenneth Williams. Have you? He's got what? A karaoke machine. Oh Jesus, that's the last thing he needs. I don't know. Last time when we had trouble, sometimes when we had trouble understanding, he was better singing it, singing it, wasn't he? That's true. Say I'm doing the conga. Jerry, I'm going to be honest. Um, I'm hoping to make it to the end of March, but at this rate, we're not going to make it to the end of December. This is not great content, Jer. Hi. I'm back. He's back. 
Okay, but what do you want? I want to push how much... I missed you, Jenny. Okay, we missed you a lot. But we, you know. <laughs> we missed you just then when you we, went across the... Yeah, exactly. I don't know what that was. 0344 Good evening, David. Oh, David, congratulations! Right. This is David, could you speak into the phone? It's very quiet. Hello, Daddy. Oh. Hello, Daddy. Daddy. Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. Daddy Babcock. Daddy Big oh. Man. You got a Daddy Cock. It's Daddy Babcock. Daddy Dadcock. Come, there we go. Congratulations and celebrations. Another David Babcock's had a little one. Congratulations and celebrations. Cause David Babcock's had a little one. He had it off with a hoover when he couldn't get lady love. Then he found a lady and switched his hoover off. He courted her and bought her dinner, then he made love. And now it's paying off with a baby. Congratulations, no masturbations, because you're having a little baby. Congratulations and spafications. Oh, oh, You've made a baby with a lovely lady. I made the ill one. Years ago we used to think you were a weirdo. And now we think that you are a weirdo. You used to call us about ghosts. We all think that you are a jabroni. Yeah! Congratulations and celebrations. You put your penis inside a woman. Congratulations and celebrations. She let you have it off and now you're having a baby. Congratulations. <laughs> no masturbations. You put your willy near a lady and you did it. And now it's happening. You're having a baby. The babies in the world, we're so happy for you. We'd like to know if the baby looks like you. I've not got a baby. What? You need to face up to your responsibilities. You are the daddy, baby daddy. You're the baby daddy, and there is some poor woman out there who's holding your... Is it a boy or a girl? Right. Let's show have a little reality check. Kath? Yeah. I'm so excited. I've started knitting. Am I using pink wool, blue wool, yellow wool, rainbow wool? What wool? Would you let me near it? Near what? The wall? I'd let you near a wall. Of course I would, so right, you can no. look at pictures of your baby. Hey, listen. No. Don't let... Listen, here's what you need to do, right? You... You just need to go home, okay? And you need to say oh. these words. 
Well, we're, no. No, Again. be quiet. You need to say these words to your partner and your baby. You're my love. You're my angel. You're the girl of my dreams. And I'd like to thank you for waiting patiently. Say these words, David. Daddy's home. <laughs> Daddy's home to stay. Play the saxophone. Oh, that's nice. That's lovely. They just go this, and I know it can be a big shock to the system, and the attention is taken off you for a bit. Mm -hmm. Go home, be the big man, be the big daddy Babcock. It's your responsibility. You're the one that left it in. Yeah, exactly. You didn't. You didn't double bag it. You should have put something on the. If you didn't like it, you should have put something on the end of it to mm -hmm. quote Beyonce. And Jeremy Kyle. Yeah. Hang on. Daddy's home to stay. You're going to do it, big man. Straw, straw, Yes, sir. Do you think any woman in their right mind would let me put my thing in their thing? No, of course not. You obviously well, went with a drug addict or, uh, I don't know, someone who was um, not feeling very well. No, of course they would, David. You're a nice guy. Also, there's a lid for every pot. I don't know what that means. It means that some people aren't fussy. Right, so basically, even if, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not just one pregnant, but what you're saying is, if I a succulent Chinese meal! <laughs> ah, I see you know your judo well. <laughs> Get your hands off my penis! Are you waiting for my limp penis? Oh, God. Right. Happy... I'm listen, not... David, uh, we've got to move on. We wish you the very best of luck. Go and be the big oh. man. Go and say daddy's home. Go and embrace that baby. Go and embrace your partner. If things may be rocky between you and her... It's a tough time, no. but you created a life, David. You created a life. Go and be responsible for that life. Okay, brother? Uh, no, Bob. Great to hear Proud from of you. you man. There we go. He's a good guy. 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 03444991000. I just think it's important in a world of darkness that we, we, the little spots of light. Yeah. We celebrate it. Ah, so, um, Chat It's Fate. Yes. Right, we found a little mystery around Chat It's Fate, the spooky magazine I bought you last year for your Christmas present, has been revealed. Well, one of the many mysteries. One of the many mysteries. So I bought last year for Catherine's Christmas present a subscription to Chat It's Fate. And I was convinced it was only six months, but the magazine kept on a-coming. I'm so lucky. Kept on a-coming. I thought, well, maybe it was for a year. Okay, fine. Then I got a letter today from Chat It's Fate saying... Um, Mr. Lee, thank you for your subscription to Chat It's Fate. Your six-month subscription is coming to an end, so we'll we'll renew like we did six months ago, and it gets taken out on this date. So I'm just, like, constantly paying. But here's the thing. For six months, it's only, like, 14 quid. Yeah. That's a bargain. We've had so much content from that. I'm keeping... You're getting it for another six months. Wow. So lucky. One day you may have to sit and read those magazines at home on your own, but you are going to be have you're going to have spooky company from Roy Larue. What's his name? <laughs> Roy Daloon. Roy Daloon. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Good evening, Christina. Hi Ian. Hi Kath. Hello, Christina. How are you both? What can we do for you tonight? Um, 
What's the thing that's... I don't... What's gone wrong? Uh, my dad was just a bit mean to me. I invited him round. Right. What, um, did, what did he but, do that was mean? Um, he just blamed me for a lot of stuff that, um, it's not my fault. I've had a lot of blame at work today. Um, I think this is Yeah, I feel like I'm being bullied again at work. Um, so I just wanted everyone's opinion on it to think if they agree or... Okay, go on. Um... I'm a bit confused. What, uh, what, so hang on, is it your dad or the work that's the problem? Both. Uh, it's both, it's both. Right, okay, go on. So, um, yeah, I was, I was taken, um, to hospital on Monday. Um, I had the week off work and I've got back in today and everyone said, don't worry, and I've got back in and everything they said not to worry about, um, has got more worry. What, such as what? There's, bit, there's a backlog that you've got to catch up with, or...? Yeah, kind of. And the, the meetings I booked in before I left, they were dealt with. I put all the requests in the Outlook. And when I've got back today, I had a barrage of seven messages saying, cancel the meeting, because now there's meeting in place. But those meetings were put in place when I was off. Hmm. Is that... Is that bullying? Or is that just bad communication and people not, you know, kind of filling in the gap that you left? Uh, no, there's nothing else. Yeah, I'm not sure. No, and, and I'm, I can't be sure. I, I don't, I, I'm not sure from what you're saying. Um, yeah, because I, I, I went back into work and they kept on sending me home and I don't know, I'm not very comfortable in my workplace and... Like I said, I've not worked for a year. I've taken this job on just to get me out of the house because I've told you before I've got bipolar. Um, so I've started this job, but now I don't know what's best. And and I, I saw your message the other day, and I was on the tram going back, and I felt what you said, you know, about your hands feeling like cement, and I just took it just to get out of bed in the morning, and now it's. I don't know if that was the best thing or not. Well, how long have you been there? Um, about six weeks. Right, well, that's not very, that's not really long enough. I don't, I mean, it, what you've described doesn't sound like bullying. It just sounds like people not really, you know, soaking up the, the, what you, the, the work that was left when you went to hospital. Mm. So yeah, is, is there are a couple of other bits and bobs. Okay, well, he, you're going to need to tell us, otherwise I, I don't know... I mean, you don't need to tell us, but 
I'm, I mean... Yeah, it helps us get a better picture of what's going yeah, on. Yeah, as, as in there were, there were problems going on, and I said to people, oh, can you help me? Is this my job role? Is that yours? Well, I, I take on any job role anyway. I don't need a job description. But when I said, oh, okay, this is in my meeting, I got back to the day and people were shouting at me, and I said, well, I said to my boss, well, I asked so-and-so about that, and they took a picture on their phone, and they were asking me to send it on Instagram and not through a scan, and I thought, no, I'm not... I've got, I have no idea, I have, now it's, I have no idea what you're talking about. Listen, if you're feeling overwhelmed, can you not speak to your boss and... So, I, I, I'm not being difficult, Christina, my thinking isn't really very clear, focused at the moment, so I, maybe it's my fault. But I don't quite understand what the problem was. You took a week off because you had to go to hospital, and I hope you're feeling better, and you came back and there was a load of work to catch up on. I, I think that kind of sounds normal, doesn't it? Yeah, no, it's just a circumstance. They, they called the ambulance for me, and I had an appointment with a um, mental health doctor today, but I thought I couldn't go to it because I was due back at work. Yeah, no, it's all a bit tough, but I'm just I'm just looking forward to meeting you guys on the 14th. Yes, man, 14th. Yes, man. Yeah. Not not knowing exactly what's gone on, Christina, but I can mm. hear the sound of your the tone of your voice. What I would suggest to you is that you don't make any radical decisions at the moment while you're feeling like this. No, I'm not because I think I've got to stick with three weeks and now I've got a makeup course book for January, so I just need to stick it out till then and just hang in there and don't and try, yeah. try not to think too far ahead. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Kath. You're all so sweet. Oh, well, I try. She's not. Sometimes she's cold. <laughs> sometimes she's cold. She's not. I'm a bit low on advice today, Christine. I haven't got anything. I haven't got anything for anybody, I'm afraid. No, I, I, I didn't call for advice. I just, I just felt it's like friendly voices that I've not called in for a while and just want to check in and. Well, it's nice yeah. to hear from you. Yeah. Thank okay. you. All right. Listen. Thank you very much. Uh, Christine's going to come and see us on, I think it's Saturday, the 14th of December. We had a, just had a big surge in ticket sales, so we've released a few, we've released the last tickets, right? For the show on the 14th, there are only 18 tickets left. Well, okay. This is it. 18 tickets left. I just released another 10. Uh, so that is, that's it. If you want to come to the show on the 14th, it's in Lund Putney, um, ianlee.com slash event. Manchester, Birmingham is selling very well. We've sold about 40 tickets for Birmingham next year. Cardiff, we've sold 29. Yeah, it's starting to shift It's starting a to bit. pick up, man. Uh, and at Glasgow, we've sold 21. But that's, that's but ages again, away. Ages away. We, you've still got a long time. And I think sometimes when it's not super expensive, people leave it. Yes. So, um, What I'm saying is we should charge 50 quid a ticket, then they get them in. IanLee.com slash event. We need to book in one more day in Luton in September, and then we're going to start selling posters. Have you seen the picture of me and Kath? Sat on a sofa in my back garden, and, and, and there's like a motorbike there, and there's a tree and stuff. We're going to get that printed up as a tour poster, and we're going to start selling those posters uh, on uh, my website. And we're going to sign them in nice silver, nice classy silver pen. Beautiful. We're going to sell those. They're going to look awesome, like big, proper big posters and stuff. Uh, so we'll do that. IanLee.com slash event if you want to get tickets for any of the shows. But once London's sold out, that's it. I can't release any more tickets. 18 tickets left. 0344-499-1000. The switchboard is empty unless we stole Johnny Seifert's call, which is being pre-recorded from Guessing Daryl's show tonight. But no, I'd rather eat my own fingers. This is Talk Radio. Whispering lunar incantations for cross-parents. Um... Cross-dressers. Yeah. Did you know this about me? And cross-rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got, I've got a very poor internet connection. On Talk Radio. 
03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. I've got no advice for anyone today. I can't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So, Catherine, if anyone calls in asking for stuff, you may have to be the one to um, apply the balm. No problem. <laughs> I'll warm up my hands. Cat's good. I was mean there. I made a mean joke. What I do is when I'm tired is I make mean jokes. Um, but you're the best, man. You're my best friend. And uh, you've been so kind to me and so lovely to me. Don't get mushy now. Shut your face. Um, did, did an escape room with the boys on Sunday. We did didn't, you get out? No. No, we didn't. And there was a nuclear bomb. And my eldest actually was getting really bored. And there was like an office chair, and he was just sat on the office chair. Just, and we had a bit of an argument. I said, "Oh, come on, man! Come on! Well, well, I'm not doing anything." I said, "Yeah, I know. Come on. I know this is tough, but come on. Let's do this. Why are you being like that?" But we had the first ten minutes. We just didn't get any clues. We couldn't work anything out, and we had to keep radioing the the guy. We're stuck, right? We're stuck. All right, we've got this bit, but we're stuck. And then we had a good old run at it. But the world, the world was blown up. Oh, it's just like threads. It is like threads. As someone, I think Peter, Pete said on, online, as if, you know, a radio host and his two young children aren't good enough to stop a <laughs> nuclear the world. bomb. It was very, If very, you'd been Americans, you'd have done it. Yeah, it was disappointing, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, but it was a little bit, it was a little bit, um, massive. Some of those puzzles, man, just... Tricky. Flipper. I saw uh, my local Tesco's were selling a an escape room in a box today. Yeah. It's just a padlock. Sorry? It's a padlock. I've seen these escape room kits, and I don't think they look great. I could make one. I could make one. You need some different types of padlocks and some containers to put stuff in, and and that's it. You don't you don't need a kit. I, I don't think I, you didn't buy it for me, did you? No, did you? Good. Huh? No, I don't. I think I've looked at them online, and they look a little bit. Ropey, really. I've got. In fact, I might order some stuff, and maybe over Christmas I'll do a, I'll do a little escape room. And we did Nerf War, but the Nerf guns kept jamming. Oh, I've, oh. Uh, my boys filmed. I'll show, I'll show you the videos of us doing Nerf War. My boys filmed them. Um, and then what else? What else did we do? What, what else did we do? We watched a lot of Scooby Doo. We watched Scooby Doo meets John Cena. Um. We did, we did something else that was vaguely relevant to this show. I can't think what it, I can't think what it was. I can't follow a, a thought through. Good evening, Jasmine. Hi, Orion. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Jasmine. <laughs> hey there. What's going on? Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> I think I have a funny story for you. She what? You got a what now? A story for you. A funny oh, story. Oh, we are ready for a funny story, Jasmine. Give it to us. <laughs> well, it wasn't so funny last night, but you know, I normally go to dancing class uh-huh. on a Sunday evening. What kind of dancing? Dirty dancing. Um, hip hop. Hip hop. <laughs> and so last night I thought, yeah, just do a little bit of break dance and stuff. Can you do the break dancing at the speed at which you talk? Um, <laughs> no, I'm very slow at break dancing. So, yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, that is the thing. 
For God's sake, Jasmine! I thought I was depressed before. <laughs> but this is a perfect. This is what depression sounds like. It's this. <laughs> I'm joking, Jasmine. Go on. Tell what us your you, funny dancing what story. Have you got Go on. For, please. We finish at one. I should like <laughs> that. <up. laughs> so my very positive thing is, um, yeah. So I fell down on the hip and yeah. Did you fall down on the hip or, the, or did you fall down on the hop? Uh, <laughs> it's a little break dancing so joke, there, guys. Oh, yeah, I'm Yes. And then about four people could manage to put me on a chair. Uh oh, serious? Yeah, and then my dancing teacher was like, oh, God, <laughs> you have a rough job, probably, and stuff. And I was just like, what's that? And so, yeah, it told me they should bring me to hospital. Can, so, can we get to the funny dancing story you mentioned at the start of this phone call? Alright, so we had to become very creative to put me into the car because I could um, see on the back of the car and I couldn't really bend my knee. So it took us about 20 minutes. Did you have a leg sticking out the window? Like a carpet. No, <laughs> <laughs> nearly. Let's put a little flag on the end of it. I commanded the water, but then we rushed to the hospital and stuff. Uh-huh. And yeah, they... Had love shovel to get me out of the car. Oh my. And then we went inside and x ray and tapped and everything. And the result and was. The We've all lost the and world, test. <laughs> and then they said, yeah, it's nothing broken, there's nothing. Nothing wrong. But with I was just like, so in pain, I couldn't. Did you, walk. sorry, did you bash? Did you say it was your hip or, or are you sure it wasn't your head you bashed? Oh, <laughs> now I couldn't walk anymore. Then, yeah, this nurse turned very rude and said, yeah, there's nothing and so on. You should go home now. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree with that. And yeah. Then she said, yeah, well, I can't walk. Then she said, yeah, I'm going to give you some walking sticks and so. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm, I'm lying because maybe the show has come to an end. And I'm, I'm, I thought I'd lost the will to live yesterday. I didn't know nothing. <laughs> I don't get to see my doctor for 11 days. I don't think I'm going to make it. Well, Jasmine, how are you today? I'm oh, still in pain, but the pain kills yourself finally working. Okay. So I can, just can, you, can you do the moonwalk now? Can you do, can you do the, the hang-up now? Really. Can you do I really can't bend my knee. Really. Oh, no. Oh, that's a real shame. Gosh. <laughs> Well, yeah, I think we'll get better. Well, thanks for telling us that story. It was. Uh... And Jasmine, you mentioned you had a funny. <laughs> I'm teasing. Well, Jasmine, we wish you the best. We wish you seasons greetings and holy blessings. Oh, thank you. Can need the blessings. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I would like to apologise for the last four minutes of the show. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> it was a funny story, but not because. <laughs> It was your face. If you listen very carefully, you will hear me swearing under my breath there. It wasn't under your breath. No, you'll hear me swearing quite loudly. Good evening, Becky. Oh, hi. I didn't know to. I didn't expect to go through so quickly. It's hi. a phone-in show. People phone up, they get on the air. That's how it works. Expect the unexpected. <laughs> exactly. Yes, I've just purchased uh, two tickets for your show in Manchester. Yes, wow! I don't know how many Yay. we've sold for Manchester. I've not kept. A, I've not got tabs on that. I'll email them. D 
definitely two. <laughs> That's a show. <laughs> That's a show, baby. <laughs> I'm certainly having a better week than I was last week. Uh, didn't really have a great week last week. Mm. I was feeling pretty down. But things are looking up. I mean, it's only Monday. I don't want to attempt things, but it's, it's looking better, is it? It is, yeah. Good I stuff. mean, Mike has told you, Catherine, that I'm going through um, a uh, custody battle with my uh, ex-partner over my daughter, so mm. that's been taking its toll on me, to be quite honest. So, but um, I'm positive that things are going to work out. Good. Yeah, definitely. What have you called in for tonight? I just wanted to say that, yeah, um, things are looking up, really. Good. 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 Yeah. That's all we can hope for. I wish you the very best of luck with the custody battle. Here's the thing, right? I get on, um, get on well with my ex-wife and I get to see the kids, you know, there is, we, we, we don't have a set thing in our divorce. You get them this time, you know, they live with their mum and that's kind of the only thing that's set and I see them. Uh, a fair bit, and I've had them the last two weekends, which is a joy, and I won't have them now until the Monday just before Christmas. Uh, but I, the, Jesus Christ, man, handing the kids back on a Sunday night is tough. There's a part of me that's like, oh, phew, thank God I got through that, because I'm tired, physically tired. Um, but it's just, oh, it's so depressing. I normally take them home. My ex came and collected them on Sunday. And, right. uh, and my youngest is getting very, very upset when he leaves. Very, as the day goes on, how much longer have we got with you? How much more time until we leave? What time is constantly throughout the day? And I kind of try and say, what well, we've got? We've got five hours left. So we're going to, you know, and try and try and get him out of that mindset. Because I don't think it's particularly healthy for anyone. Um, yeah. But just as the day where, you know, the last couple of hours and we sat there, we watched a bit of Scooby-Doo. We watched Scooby-Doo. And the Phantasaurus together. We bought some Scooby-Doo DVDs and sex. Uh, so me and him oh. watched that while my other one was playing um, Computer War. And uh, he just gets very clingy and very cuddly and very tearful and proper yeah. head in chest, head in my chest and cuddling and stuff. And here's the thing is, right, I'm not feeling great anyway. And no. But I'm also, uh, that that moment is very sad for me but obviously i'm the dad so i can't burst into tears i mean i could but it would be inappropriate in that situation so i have to say okay look i get it and i'm sad too but we've had all of this fun and i mean i didn't say well i'm seeing him next because it's not for a few weeks i said but you know and you know you're gonna have to go home and mum's gonna look after you and it's you know you're gonna be great i think you're a bit tired and la, la, la. but it's awful man and then here's the yeah. thing here's the thing becky you'll know this right how old's your your kid she's 12 she right. was 12 yesterday well happy birthday to her you'll know this right when they go and that you shut the door, there's a little me that breathes a sigh of relief. I'm being honest, because I don't think anyone else would admit that. There's a little me going, phew, I made it, I can watch my programs and, you know, and, and do whatever. Um, but that is like the air is sucked out of the house. The air is sucked out of the house. Suddenly it's a very dark, cold house yeah. and there are crisps on the floor and there are socks over there and, and it's just, this, suddenly this house that's, that's been full is now very empty and huge and, and it's not a huge house but it feels huge and empty and you just, and I just go and sit there and think, yeah. oh shit, now what do I do? That's it. Yeah. Now what do I do? Oh, it's awful. You know, yeah. and you know that, but I'm not saying it to make it about well, me. I'm just sharing. I know, I understand. It's awful, I've isn't it? Not seen, I've not seen my daughter now since the 14th of August. 
not seen a... Oh, mate, I'm sorry. ...recent fan. No, it's okay. It's it's fine. It's, uh, well, I think it's not fine, but you know what I mean? Just having to, like, deal with it for now, basically, until we get to court. But I can't go into her bedroom. I can't. As soon as I go in there, I start yeah. breaking down. Yeah, I bet. So I bet. it's just like, no, I need to... Leave that place for the time being until I can, you know, face it. So. Well, I wish you the best of luck, Becky. Thank you very much. Hang in there, kid. Thank you. All right. Thanks very much indeed. Um, Let's go. Since August, I can't even begin to imagine what that's like. Please. Evening, Matt. Evening, man. You're going to need to get. Your phone is awful. Yeah. Can't hear a word you're saying. Is Matt. it a knitted phone? Yeah. This is like Sorry. getting a phone call from Nigel. <laughs> Except Nigel's uh, a bit clearer. But less sexually charged. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's been sexually charged, though, so I should take that back with Nigel. Hello? Hello. We can't hear you, Matt. No. Thanks very much work. for trying. Um, maybe you want to call him back, Sam, or maybe you don't. It's up to you. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you free reign on that decision, my friend. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. I don't know. It, it, it's, honestly, the, the, the kids go and literally the door shuts. All the air is sucked out and suddenly it's very dark and it's very cold. And it's like, I just, just go and sit on the sofa. And, and I, I don't say it, but I just literally think, well, what do I do now? What do I do now? I've had two days, less than two days, actually, you know, but two days of uh, intense... Activity and we're just starting. To, the Saturday they didn't come to my house till the evening because we went to their school fete, and it was the first. My, my youngest is a little bit. He's going to be eight soon, but he's a little bit clingy to start with at things. And at the, can I stay with you at the fete? Of course you can, son. Of course you can. Um, and then an hour into it, I'm a bit bored now. I said, like, okay, well why don't you go off and uh, hang out with your friends? I don't want to. I don't want it. Uh-huh. But then his friends came along and they went and hung out and they do the thing called a dark run, which is where, which I'm supposed to tell them not to do. But I remember doing something very similar. Yeah. Because being, being in school, outside of school hours, it's a different place. And suddenly it becomes very spooky and haunted and magic. And uh, the dark run is where they go upstairs where they're not allowed to go and it's dark and they run along the corridor. And last year they got told off by one of their teachers and they said to him and their friend said, can we do the dark run? I said, I'm an adult. I'm supposed to tell you no, but if I walk off around there and you walk off that way, I don't know what you're up to, guys. So I encouraged them to go and do this naughty stuff. So they were off doing the dark run. So for about an hour and a half, and I, I, I wasn't, I didn't want to really want to talk to any of the other parents. So I just went and sat outside, and it was freezing. I went and sat out in the square on a bench for an hour and a half on my own, and I was freezing. I was so cold, man. But and I was a little bit lonely, but also I was thinking, okay, we're at that, we're reaching that point where I mean, the eldest went off as soon as he got there. Mm-hmm. We're at the the age now where the youngest doesn't want to spend so much time with me, and that's sad, but that's also brilliant. We, Santa was there. And my oh. youngest said, Daddy, should we go and see Santa? Or should I say, Santa, with the... Quote marks. Yeah, quotes. I said, what do you mean by that? He said, well, of course it's not the real Santa, it's um, Bob, the engineer, who, who does <laughs> And I'll be honest, he didn't even do the Father Christmas oh, voice. Oh, come on, Bob. He didn't even do the Father Christmas voice. Listen, if you're going to be Santa's helper, you've got to do the voice. Ho, 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 children, 
Merry Christmas. How's he do it? Bob's in trouble. Bob, Bob was just talking like this. All oh, right, children. On. I've never, can I ask, dear listener, I want to be Santa. Not a crap one. I want a really nice, expensive Santa suit. But I want to be Santa. I've never done it. I'd love to be Santa. My mum's done it. What? Mm-hmm. Lady Santa. I volunteered when they were at nursery, but someone else volunteered before me. I'd love to. I'd be, ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, boys and girls. Who's been a, have you been? I reckon I can get two of those kids to cry as well. You've got to make the little ones cry. She'd be going full blessing like that. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. The late night alternative. Come and get it while it's hot. Week nights from 10 on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Look out, look out toward the horizon. The moon is coming up, coming up. You don't have to be frightened. And every shooting star in the night sky is pushing on you. Do this now. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. 
little bit of Imani Coppola. That'll do. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. I don't remember what we've talked about in the last hour. Well, any ideas, Catherine? I'm looking to Trouble you. Trouble at work, the... falling on your hip at a hip hop dance thing. No, no, no. Uh, that's it. Isn't anything. It? Talk about whatever you want. That crap, wowzers. Okay, Stephen. Hi. Hey. Hey. Yep. Um. Yeah, I was. I was I've, I've been uh, watching the YouTube highlights for like a while now. I haven't. I haven't. This is the first time I've ever listened live. But Uh-oh. um, just heard you talking about your sons earlier. I've been suffering with quite depression the last couple of years i've got i've got a little boy and he's one he's, he's similar age to your youngest yeah i was wondering like do you ever have periods of like where you, you can't you feel like you can't go out you can't leave your bed or your house yeah. or anything like that and and how, how do you get motivated to because i'm finding that we're spending a lot of time at do, home do you live with your sons the same thing over and over again more frequently do you live with your kid no, I have him. I've got quite good access, though. I have him three nights a week. Okay. Um, w- when I lived uh, in their home, um, I was lucky in that my then wife was able to do stuff, and I would stay in the bedroom, and they would come in, and sometimes I was able to talk to them, and sometimes I wasn't able to talk to them, and I'd send them away. Yeah. And um, how do I get motivated? I don't know. It was hard this weekend, and this weekend I tried to. I did try and postpone it, but. Uh, it, it, yeah. it, 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 we couldn't postpone it because of other stuff that was going on. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's the I did thing. It. I, I tend to fall out with my father this weekend because, like, he lives about an hour away with, I suppose, my stepmom, um, and I'm routinely cancelling on them, and I get a bit fed up with it. Um, and what are you, can- what are you cancelling? Gonna- what are you cancelling with your parents? Taking the kids over? Well, I, I, yeah, I go and stay overnight. Uh, I don't want to say where they live or where I live, but it's, it, it, they live. But here's one: would, would it not see? I would see that as op- as an opportunity. Listen to us discussing ways to dodge your children. I would see that as an opportunity to say, "Yeah, can I can, can I bring the kids over?" But you know, um, could I just go and lie down for a few hours while you do stuff with them? They're not really very understanding of that. Oh. Um, I'm expecting to like you know spend twelve hours. With oh, we'll tell them to get lost. Yeah. Tell your really? parents to get lost. Yeah. I, I, you're, I, ill. I you're ill. You're ill. You're ill. If they're not going to understand that, tell them to get lost. Yeah, well, last thing I, like, I opened up to my dad quite recently, and I told him, like, how I was feeling and, and like, how it's affecting me and stuff like that. Like, the first time I was really honest with him, so obviously it's easier to just lie, really, with him being an hour away. And the response that I got from my stepmom was, you need to stop being... You need to stop the self-pity, and you need to stop... Oh, t- tell her to get stuffed. She's not your real mum! You're not my real mum! <laughs> You're not my real mum! <laughs> tell her to... to, to, to I, I mean, it's... It, okay, stepmum, it, it does make it... It does I make it a little bit easier to tell her to jog on, but I would I would tell him... I would say, look, if you're not prepared... Hang on. If you're not prepared to listen to me talking about being ill, then do you know what? I, I ain't coming round. Yeah, no, I'm think. talking, no, that's, I'm talking, I'm saying this is what I would say to them, I'm not saying to you. Oh, okay. I would yeah. say, I would say, okay, listen, I'm ill and I'm not coming round and if that upsets you, I'm really sorry. Hey, why don't you come over to me at some point? 
Yeah, I mean, I've, I can't hint at that. I don't think there's very much interest. You can't that. hint at stuff. You've got to say it directly, I've discovered with people. People don't get hints. People either don't understand hints or they ignore hints. And, um, hey, listen, if they're not, uh, I don't know what your relationship is with your dad, but if they're not prepared to listen to you, hey, imagine if, um, you said, yeah, do you know what? I can't come over this weekend with the kids because of the chemo's kicked in and I'm feeling really sick. And she said, yeah, well, you need yeah, to. I was quite surprised at the response that I got. Like, I thought, you know, I need to be honest because they, they're kind of, you know, they, I can see, feel that they're getting annoyed at me cancelling stuff. And then, so I was, and they were like, you know, it's that cliche of kind of like pull yourself together. Don't book it in. Don't book it in and you don't cancel. Yeah. Yeah, true. They'll, they'll, they'll reach out. If they've, they've not seen enough of the, their grandkids, they'll reach out to you. I, I wonder whether you got the tail end of an argument they've had half of in their own heads. Because you said that they were getting uh, fed up. It's been for a while, though, that's the thing. Like, yeah. Um, she's quite, she's quite quick to dish out her opinion and, and like, her, she, she can give good advice. She's like quite a clever, like, well-educated woman, but sometimes yeah. it, it can feel more like it's sort of like a lecture. And, yeah. and, and maybe, maybe she doesn't really kind of like doesn't understand you know i think like oh you know you've got to stop acting on feelings i think that's quite toxic <laughs> she said that did she yeah. Here's the thing. I'm, so, I'm being slightly flippant, but not completely flippant when I say terms get lost. I would write them a very nice letter, and I would make it a letter, not an email, saying, I'm a little bit confused and disappointed at the way you reacted. Let me just let me just write down nice and clearly what it is that's going on with me. I, I don't know if you've seen a doctor or whatever, but I am feeling this, and I feel like this and this and this, and um, sometimes I feel great, and sometimes I feel absolutely awful, and I was really surprised that you, you were quite so dismissive of what is actually a very recognised condition. I would really like your help with this and your help with my kids, but if you're unable or unwilling to provide that, then I'm really sorry, but un until I get better, I'm not going to be able to, to, to come round to see you. And don't say I won't be able to come round and bring the kids, because then that borders on, they could argue that's blackmail. Just say, look, and, and, and unless you're ready to kind of meet me halfway and help me with this, I'm, I'm just not well enough to come and visit you at the moment, so I'm going to have to look after myself. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. All right. Well, fair enough. Uh, hey, Matt. Madre de Dios, you guys. You are tapping into my soul tonight. Okay, here we go, Matt. I, 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 love, I, love, I, love, I love it when I finger my soul. I love yeah, it when I finger... I love it. Shut up, I'm doing the oh, piece. Oh, Shut up! <laughs> doing the piece. He's better when he's phoned him. It's going to be a pun on fingering arseholes. I love it when I finger my soul. I love it when I finger Sam's soul. I love it when I finger Kath's soul. I love it when I finger all our souls. Oh, you're, you're, you're knuckles deep tonight. Oh, God. Uh, but it, seriously, uh, with <laughs> coming away from the smut me innuendo. Yes. Well. Um, yeah, this whole thing about, well, first of all, it was the thing about the, the emptiness and the, the vacuum that's left when the kids go on right. the Sunday night. That, yeah. that kind of hit me. Um, but then you start talking about the, the depression and how you handle the kids when you don't want to handle the kids. Uh, God, man. Um, with me, what I did about six months ago is I sat them both down on uh, the sofa and said, I need to have a serious talk with you. They're 10 and 13. And uh, they looked at me terrified like I was going to you know, give them a, a, a telling off. And I explained to them what, what's wrong with me. Yeah. Um, I have a... An illness that means that sometimes I can't cope with being near anyone, and it's a mental thing. And, and I, uh, my eldest, thirteen-year-old, has, has had some kind of uh, 
talks at school about about mental health and things like that so he kind of got it my youngest was like mortified didn't understand but they got it in the end and so now i have them every other weekend and then i have them recently i've arranged with my ex that i can have them uh one night a week as well during the week so i can take them to school the next morning so i've moved nearer to them now so i can do that but actually sitting them down and explaining to them that there are times during the weekend when I, I can't, it's not that I don't want to be with you, but I can't be with you. And it's best if you just let me disappear for a few hours and just, you know, leave me alone. And they, they didn't really get it to start with, but then they did. And they keep asking me questions about it. Even now, I've had them over the, the last weekend and they asked, the youngest was asking me questions about, are you okay now? Do you want me to be here? Do you not want me to be here? And stuff. But I really think it's important that you, even if they're quite young, that you do have that conversation with them and that you say to them, you know, first of all, that there's nothing wrong with this. It's not, you know, there's no stigma attached to you. It's not something that I'm ashamed of, but it's just the way I am. And, uh, and it's, you know, just have to ask them to be kind about it. And, um, and if you raise them right, which I think you have with yours, then, then they'll get it. I raise my kids terribly. I make them eat scraps off of off of my back, my naked back. What? That's how they feed. <laughs> I, I sprinkle scraps on my back and they eat, and they're not allowed to use their hands. That's how I've raised my kids. <laughs> That'll make them. Don't toughen them up in this snowflake world. God. Daggy dag. Put that on wewantplates.com. Daggy dag, baby. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that, Matt. I, I'm very low on. Um, advice or replies this evening but there's not really no, anything not to that. say to that you've you've I explained your, it beautifully um, i saw your um your tweet about how you'd fallen out of love with what you do mm. and i've had that recently as well the last couple of months i've fallen out of love with photography which is what i'm trying to do to earn a living and i've really fallen out of love with it and just thought but no, this isn't for me. I, I can't did, do that. Um, I did tweet that yesterday. I wasn't going to talk about it, but it's out there, I suppose. I've fallen oh, out of love with radio. Now, um, I love, I, I loved radio. I was very I passionate about it, and it was, it was, you know, it was a big old thing, and it's just, it just, uh, then my, Amani wrote me an email saying, maybe it's not the right job for you. Maybe at the you know, maybe it's maybe you've done that and maybe it's time to try something else. You know, she, she read the the thing I wrote and I think I wrote something in that piece on my website about worrying about the job or not enjoying the job or something. And yeah. she said, maybe maybe you've done that. Maybe you need an, some a different kind of challenge. And, and that's not was what made. But it just made me think. Actually, I can't remember. We've had some really good shows recently. We laughed a lot, but I can't remember the last time I felt very passionate. Yeah. About radio. Kath might disagree with me because Kath is privy to conversations that I don't remember. <laughs> Do you, you, which is very true, which is yeah. all our conversations. Yeah, about a month ago we had a really good run and you were full of it. Oh, but we've had, to, we had a good run last week. The guy that called me uh, a sea bomb, uh, because he couldn't use the word up to no, anymore no, no, was classic. You, yeah, no. Classic but you were, radio. I remember we were walking out of here in the evenings and you were, you were on cloud nine about it and telling me that, you know, we're at the top of our game, yeah, Kath, well, we're the best at this. But maybe that's it. But we are, here's, we are the best at this. We are the best at this, right? But as my friend Scott said, we're the only ones doing this. We're the yeah. only ones in this country, possibly in this world, but certainly in this country, doing this, yeah. right? And we are swimming upstream. And it is, you know, and I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm being a little bit unfair, but, uh, but, you know, um, 
this uh, uh, this industry is very fickle, and it changes a lot. And you know, talk radio may not be this current format forever. You know, I know that there are whispers about it becoming something else. I've read the whispers on Digital Spy. Some of them are right, some of them are wrong. There are whispers about this becoming something else, right? And if it mm-hmm. becomes something else, and I'm being very coy at how much I'm actually letting on here, then okay. me and Kath ain't going to be part of. That. That's just the nature of the business. Someone said, someone did the maths, Catherine. At the end of this month, this will be the longest job I've ever had mm-hmm. in my life. Imagine. Yeah. And, uh, uh, hang on. And, um, yeah, uh, just the, just radio at the moment is, is shit. Phone in radio is lousy, right? We, when we didn't come in on Friday, it was my decision not to come in on Friday, okay? It was my decision not to come in on Friday because I wanted to reflect the awful attack that had happened, but yeah. I also didn't want to do, and I was listening to a lot of shows on this station and other stations that were scaring people, that were jumping to conclusions before we knew it was an Islamic extremist. People, it, 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 was, it was experts on speculating wildly when we knew very, very little. And I didn't want to come on for three hours and scare people and speculate for... for well, for you wouldn't have done. That's not, no, that's no, well, no, 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 no. Yeah, I would have done. I would have done because that's what I was asked to do. That's what I was asked to do as we were driving in on Friday. I don't think I'm revealing too many of the secrets here. Um, that that was what they wanted because this is a news station. And, and I said, I... I can't do I can't do that. What do I say for three hours? So that's why I decided to not you know to turn the car around and to come back home on 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 on, on Friday. But that's what that's radio is. Awesome. Hang on, that's, that's what radio is, right? This is what radio is at the moment is is to scare people. If we're not scaring you, we're not doing our job. I think it's a Stephen Colbert quote, and to, to and to cause hatred and division. And you listen to this station, there's it's just everywhere, all over it. You listen to LBC, yeah. that's all it is. And I flipping hate it, man. What's wrong with just sitting down and hearing about your your kids? What's wrong with with what's wrong with just having a chat? About you know karate films. What's wrong with just what's what is wrong with any of that? But no one, but no what, one wants it. What would they have done to you if you had come in and not done that? Oh, I would have got in big trouble. I would have got in trouble because that was what I was specifically Weird. asked to do. Yeah, of course, I would have got in trouble. If you, uh, not, if you agree to do the show, you got to do you got to do it under their terms. I'm a maverick, but I'm a maverick with a mortgage and with maintenance payments to make. So I'm not going to come in. That would be disrespectful. To the, the the bosses and I and I no, when I, 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 I didn't realise that it was that there was that kind of that that kind of vibe was going on after after ten o'clock when I assume that Tour Radio had a sort of view that after ten o'clock things can could kind of uh, take a, a bit more of a generally chill. generally but that day they wanted three hours and I. I could not I do not ha- I've got some great skills I do not have the skills to do that and I certainly didn't have the desire to do it but more importantly I didn't have the skills to do it and I said to my boss I really think you're going to need to get someone else in to do that because I am incapable of doing that and I don't want to do that. Um, we would have either had to repeat ourselves over and over what we know for sure yeah. or we'd have had to indulge in but, speculation. But I want also this conversation is a slightly dangerous conversation because there'll be people yeah, listening no, no, to the, the above, above me who are going, well, why are you saying this on air? This stuff is private. 
but, you know, I, we kind of, this show is, is fuel. I'm now I'm getting nervous that I've crossed the line and I'm going to get a rollicking from someone. This show is fueled well, on honesty and that's, and that's, that's us being honest. Well, and people were asking us where we were. Yeah. So there's the truth. Yeah. Okay, well, let's, 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 let's move away from that and change the vibe because it's gone a bit, uh, heavy, heavy. Um, I'll, I'll change the vibe. Here are some adverts. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. 03444991000. So I think I have fallen out of love with radio. And I don't know, but I'm also aware that my head is telling me big lies at the moment. I don't want to go too heavy on this depressing stuff. I'm, I'm really tried tonight to, um, to, to make it up. And, and he said uppity. Um, just because that word is in my, my head a little bit. Because I keep thinking about that phone call last week of that guy that was so annoyed that he can't say that. If I can't say that word, then they can't say that word. They. Who are they? Black people. Okay. So I've got that word in my uh, in my head because I, I keep playing that phone call in my head and and it's it's delicious. But I certainly don't enjoy listening to the radio. Phoning radio used to be my thing. Clive Bull, Clive Bull is just a god as far as I'm concerned. He's the greatest phoning radio host in this country, in my opinion. Right, and I say that because. He's been on LBC, I mean, I think he only does one night a week now, but he's been on LBC for, I'm going to say nearly 40 years, probably about 38 years. And what's great about him is he can do every single style. You go back and watch the videos from the 80s, it's very old-fashioned. The gardening hour, which I know you've done, Kathy, Uh or the, the health hour, or the pets hour, he's done all that. Right now he's doing what I consider quite a dull political show but that's because what they want but when i was there he was doing surreal stuff he was he was keeping up with me and then sometimes he was running ahead of me he i remember we, we did this fake so cliche this fake like falling out between us and then like after a while someone phoned me up and said oh, i hear you falling out with ian, ian lee and he said no 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 no, no. we've buried the hatch- hatchet We've literally buried a hatchet. He came round to my house and we dug a hole and we buried a hatchet. And I thought, that's such a great line, man. Such a great line. He can do anything. Um, and now I can't even think what I was saying. But, but he's the only one you enjoy. I don't, but I don't enjoy, I don't enjoy him now. I listened to him the other night and I didn't enjoy him. But he's, he's great because he can do whatever his bosses want him to do. He can do any style at all. He could come in and do this style right now and would not miss a beat, okay? And I know that he, he, quit radio for a long time because he lost confidence he you know without revealing too much he really lost his bottle bottle as to as to do it how to do it um but i don't like listening to radio i don't like listening to it i don't listen to any shows on this station don't listen to how hughes anymore don't know where bob mills is i don't listen to lbc i I mean i listened to a bit of james o'brien today and i just thought here we go uh and that's not an insult on him. It's just, it's me. The passion from me is gone, partly because radio is so dull and is so, I believe that the phrase is cookie cutter. Um, you know, it's all the same. There's no one trying anything different or, or, or dangerous or exciting or new or nice. Um, and if, and I just, and I, I don't know what the point is I'm trying to make. I can't remember the point I'm trying to make. I think the point you're trying to make is yeah, you're trying to work out whether it's part of the way you're feeling at the yeah, moment or whether it's, you know, I think there's a little, I, I can identify a lot of what you're saying to be how I feel too. You're wearing a roll neck top. I am. Don't see those very often. 
outside of the 80s. <laughs> I like that look. It's a nice, good look. Thanks. Brown roll neck. Yep, little um, gold buttons. Where are the buttons? On your nipples? No, on your on your arms. I couldn't get away with I think men in roll necks look like perverts. <laughs> Women in roll necks look like sexy teachers. They look. Men in roll necks can look a bit like they're going equipped to carry out some sort of crime. Oh, by the way, guys, watch two Scooby-Doo cartoons this weekend. Scooby-Doo meets WWE. It's got John Cena in it. Have you seen that one, Sam? It's great, isn't it? And Scooby-Doo and the Phantasaurus. I gotta tell the you guys, the, the Phantasaurus. It's a type of dinosaur, actually. It's a real type of dinosaur, so you can kiss it. But, what are they doing messing about with dinosaurs? It's supposed to be ghosts, isn't it? Well, they were still people dressed up in dinosaur suits. Oh, okay. But, here's the thing. We were all wrong. It's not Daphne. It's not Daphne. It's Velma. It's Velma. My God, Velma. That skirt is so short, and it hoiks up at the back. It's a little bit further down the front than it is at the back. It just doesn't happen by accident. Those socks going up to the knee, those geeky glasses, that geeky bowl cut, that tight, tight sweater. She was going on a date in the Phantasaurus, and she opened her wardrobe, and it's full of these tight sweaters. And even when she takes one out, she goes, is it this one or this one? But they've, they, she's worn them so well, they've all got boob shapes in it. It was... <laughs> And then there was a bit where she was in a spa and she was in a swimming costume. And I was just thinking, Velma. How could I have looked at that? Daphne's such a cliche. Mm. She's such a cliche. Velma. Classic young man mistake, that. Oh, God, Velma. Velma, 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 Velma. Good evening, John. Hello, mate. All right? All right, John, what you got? Yeah, what happened to Tommy Boyd? Oh, know? he died, didn't he? No. Yeah, yeah. You're making that up, surely. No, I wouldn't make that up, no. Died, got, he got, um, <laughs> no, I'm not, this is true, he got gouged to death by a bull when he went bullfighting. <laughs> yeah, what? Don't know why you're laughing. Very sad. Maverick with a mortgage, you said, that's a good name for a book. What's that? You said you were a maverick with a mortgage. Maverick with a mortgage. That's it, <laughs> there's, there's only so far maverickisms can take you when you've got, you got bills to pay, you know, I, 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 you know, that's, that's it. I used to listen to Tommy Boyd in the early 80s, I think, I think it was on Radio London or LBC. Okay. Back in the day, and my brother listened to John Peel, and I listened to Tommy Boyd, so, uh. You made the right choice. I think I did, yeah. Yeah. I know John Peel's gone. Well, now you know Tommy Boyd's gone. So that oh, great sure. bull ring in the I'll sky. Google it when I get off here. Google, oh. Well, Google it. And you'll Google it, uh, but don't click on the images because there are some horrific images <laughs> out there of it. I don't know why he's laughing. This is awful. <laughs> Happened about seven years ago. Anyway, I phoned up to tell you a story about my mum last week shopping. Okay. She parked up. She's got a, a white Fiesta. Racist. She got out and done all her bits. If you pardon the expression. Yes. She got back in. She's 78 years old and she walks with a walking stick. She got back in the car, went to put the key in ignition, didn't fit. She wasn't in her car. She was about three cars along, but oh. there was another white Fiesta oh. and the door was open. So yeah. She got into that car. Yeah. She then jumped out and panicked. Yeah. She said she jumped out like a bank, bank robber. It was that fast. 
got into her car and drove off and then realised she'd left her walking stick in Uh-oh. the other car. No. <laughs> and I've been laughing all weekend because I'm thinking to myself... she can't walk. Well, no, she could walk. Oh. It's not that bad. I think she puts it on a bit. Well, she ran out of the car. Yeah, she did. Suspicious. But the funny thing is, <laughs> this person that did get back into their car must think, where did that walking stick come from? I, uh, I've done that. I remember getting in a car... <laughs> and then there was someone in the passenger seat. I said, "What are you doing, Mike?" Oh, and I went, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry." And I, I've done that a few times. Got in, got in the wrong car. It's, um, it's always a wonderful, wonderful thing when it opens and you sit in there and you go, well, "It looks like my car, but something's not quite right." <laughs> so she, I hope you. Well, if, if she, if she waits a few weeks, Christmas is coming. She might get a new walking stick then. She's already ordered one. She's Good. got about five round the house. Bless her. Can you put a big sticker on the front of her car? This one, Mum. Yes, a big arrow pointing down. <laughs> there you go. How is she doing? Well, is she all right? I'm more worried. Yeah, she's good, mate. Yeah, good. she keeps. She's the older she gets, the more she moans. But uh, that's, that's the right. That's that's what I'm looking forward to. That's what they do, don't they? And kids, when you go home and, and leave your kids, or your kids get picked up and go back to your partner's house, that does actually get better. How old are your kids? Seven and nine. Yeah, so uh, I split up with my wife when my son was 18 months old, which wasn't great. And uh, no, it's not easy taking them back or having them collected, but it gets better. Yeah. You know, uh, it's sad because the the two days before it is great. That's why it's sad, you know. It's, um, and there is a little bit of me that breathes a sigh of relief and I can rest a little bit and close my eyes for half an hour, read a book. Um, but it is, it's, um, it is like the the air being sucked out of the house and, um, that's the way it goes, isn't it? That's the way it goes. But you you, you can't really show that to them because otherwise you're putting your problems on them. Yeah. Do you know, I think everyone at the moment I speak to is feeling this. And I think it's all what's gone on in the media and the election and everything and Christmas coming and money's short and I think, everything. I think you're right, feel, John. I think... Now we get loads of people phone up going, I'm, I'm fine, which is great, but I, there's definitely a vibe, isn't there? There is. There is a sad vibe around at the minute. And I think it is, I think it is people are tired of Brexit. I think people yeah. are... This, this election campaign... Nobody's coming out of this election campaign smelling of roses. Everyone's got, seems to be, have dirt on their hands, whichever way you look. Um, and an election just before Christmas? What? It, it, there's, there's, there's something different in the air at the moment, because we're getting a lot of people that are, that are, 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 are feeling maybe not depressed, but not quite right. Yeah, we're all feeling it. And it's winter, you know, it's gonna be a harsh winter apparently. Oh, God. Uh, I just think, you know, everyone I speak to has got the ump, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And, of course, if you suffer from depression, it's going to be exaggerated. We're more sensitive to the vibes in the air. John, thank you for that. Lots of love to your mum. And um, tell her she's given us a good laugh tonight, which is exactly what we needed, bless her. I like that. My my favourite walking through a wrong door thing was when we were on holiday in Greece. On a, some island, co- not Cos, Posh Island, and we were staying at this sort of complex, and it was like doors sort of everywhere. It was not 
like chalets or anything. The doors were at different levels. And I walked into the door, this, I threw open this door, I went, everybody freeze, it's the FBI, you're <laughs> under arrest. Like, There's nothing. I thought, well, everyone should be here. I thought, this looks like our place, but there's something not quite right. And then I saw there was a bed where a bed shouldn't have been and someone stirring. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry. I was in the wrong place. Ours was the door above. Oh, man. It's in the wrong place. Awful. Um, Liam. Hello. Hello, Liam. How's it going? What have you got for us? Well, I, I just went in, you were talking about the downfall of talk radio and I felt bad for you and I wanted to cheer you up a bit, maybe. Okay, where you go? Well, I, I, I would say uh, I kind of agree with you, but, you, you know, you're fighting the good cause. Um, last week I listened to a podcast you did with Adam Buxton. Oh, yeah, that was from a few years ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a, yeah, I'm not sure when it was, it was an old one. But you were talking about how it, talk radio was one of the best mediums you ever worked with. Oh yeah, um, it's definitely been, um, the, the best show that I've ever done. Hmm. Well, anyway, uh, don't give up on it, that's what... Thanks man, uh, I appreciate that. I'd have nothing to listen to. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well if this all goes pear-shaped, me and Kath are going to make, um, tapes, we're going to make mixtapes. We're going to sit in my house and we're going to record radio shows on cassette and yeah. mail them out. Like old school. Yeah, that's what we're uh, going to do. That's a good idea. It's not a bad idea, actually. Hmm. I'd, I'd, I'd buy a tape. Okay, they're £10,000 each. And you've agreed to it. <laughs> you said yes. So oh, you've got to send us £10,000, buddy. <laughs> I'm up for that. We might actually do tapes at some point of something like cassettes. I, in my head, it's like what side A is a rabbit hole on cassette and side B is like, is just something that we record for the cassettes. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Do you reckon many people have cassette players? Who cares anymore? about those losers? Um, I, I bet a lot one. of our people do. I bet a lot of our people do. And um, yeah. here's the thing, people, cassettes are making a comeback. And vinyl is making a comeback, but people, a lot of people are buying cassettes and vinyl not to play them. A lot of them don't have record players or tape players. People are buying, people are spending like 35 quid on an album. That's what a vinyl album costs now, mm. just to not, to not play it. You can't well, think. I bought a bunch of vinyls before I even had a vinyl player. There you go. Yeah. Then you, then you, you, uh, have you got a cassette player? I have, yeah, I'm, uh, I've got like a stereo system as well. There you go, fine, well then, that's ten grand well spent <laughs> on our cassette. We appreciate your custom. Mm, nice one. Well, um... How are I, you doing, man? Yeah, you know, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know that okay. I know that okay. Yeah. It's, it's life, isn't it, man? What are you going to do? Well, yeah, I didn't ask for it. No one asked me if I wanted to be alive. This I is it. Do you ever used to say that line to your parents? I didn't ask to be born! <laughs> yeah, I certainly <laughs> fought it a lot. Well, Liam, it's nice to talk to you, man. Yeah, God bless, man. I hope you feel better. Thank you, and brother. And uh, God bless you both. Thank, Thank you, you very much indeed. I'll take a couple of God's blessings. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Let's go to James. Hey, James. Hey guys, how you doing? All right, man. Hey, buddy. What's going down, buddy? Hello, hello, hello. Um, just sorry to hear you're a bit down. I mean, just because the radio scene is crap and I don't listen to the radio, I only really listen to you, doesn't mean that your shows aren't like the best thing ever. All right, but all right. Get your tongue out of my ass. Get your tongue out of <laughs> my bean hole. Sorry, daddy. Um, the, 
the thing is, right, the last time I heard you really, really passionate about radio was when you went on that trip to the USA and you came back, like, oh, buzzing. Yeah. That was, like, two years that. ago, man. Mm-hmm. It was, and you've had, you've had spurts of, like, really, really, like, inspired genius since then. And, I mean, it's all the time as well. I mean, Chris, uh, Chris Bingo the other day. If you could hear yourself sometimes, I know it's hard because you're you and you're doing the show, but even stuff like Chris Bingo was like We are swimming upstream, James. Me and Kath and Sam are swimming upstream. We're the only people stupid enough or bold enough or clever enough or whatever enough to sit here and uh, improvise three hours a night 15 hours a week of comedy, of tragedy, of pathos. I don't know what pathos means. I'll have some of that. Of theatre. We are the only people that are doing it, right? And the people are finally getting it because the, the listening figures, they're still small. But they are finally creeping up. And people are idiots because people go, well, the listening figures are small because you're on late at night. And I go, no, they're small comparatively to other people on late at night. We probably get... About the same, maybe a little bit more, on a national radio station at this time of night that my friend Duncan Barks gets on BBC London. We get about the same. And and that's what I'm saying when I say no one listens at this slot. We get the same as a local radio station. And no one else is doing this. And I just wish, I just wish another radio station would go, do you know what? We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna follow their lead and we're gonna try and do a funny, crazy, zany madcap phone-in, as the Radio Times once, once described me, a madcap phone-in. No one will do it. And you can't help but think, shit, they must be right. And we, me and Kath are the, we can't be right. And there you have it. And there you have it. Yeah. Because so much of this is about confidence, yeah. right? And when we, th- when we're feeling confident, we come on and we rock this show and we know that we're doing it right and up yours to everyone else. But when confidence is low, that's when it gets lonely. But we're, but we're, I mean, we're rocking the show tonight. It's a good show tonight. Even when we're at our worst, we're, we're better than most people, right? And I, I, I don't say that lightly. Totally. But, sorry. Thank you, James. There are, there are people nodding as you're saying this. It's, you it's don't true. don't realise how much joy and confidence, it, it, it inspires confidence in other people because... When people are down, they think, yeah, but Ian felt like crap the other day and he got through it. And, you know, when people aren't confident, they think, well, Ian's nuts and he's not that confident. So it's, you know, it's... it's but we are living in a world, James, where it's okay for a former member of the European Parliament to go online and troll uh, uh, the father of, of someone whose son was brutally murdered three days. This is the world we live in! Objection. No. Yes. It's not alright. Everyone jumped on it. Quite rightly. Oh, there'll be people applauding it, Catherine. Yeah, there will be people applauding it. There will be people working at this radio station. People on air at this radio station applauding it. Well, there's you no... You know it! There's no accounting for dickheads, is there? You know it! And <laughs> that's what we're up against. I don't follow news or anything, and I probably should, because I've never said what I do for a job, but it's very closely connected with gov- government. But I don't He's follow He's a bodyguard. He's anything. the bodyguard for the PM. This guy! <laughs> this guy is Boris Johnson's PM! I don't... I just don't care about news, and it directly affects what I do, but I just couldn't give a toss. And you are the kind of... The... The protector of good stuff you are the alternative so you know you can't 
Let me tell away. you something, James. This is how messed yeah. up this world is, right? I love looking at, uh, because now I'm, I'm banned from a self-imposed ban from eBay. I like, I found a loophole and it's called Facebook Marketplace, right? <laughs> so I go on there, Kath has not got my password to the Facebook Marketplace, so I go on there and buy stuff. But I tend to look more than buy. This is the world we live in, right? There was someone selling 20 VHS cassettes, 20 VHS tapes for a fiver. I thought, <coughs> ooh, yes. What, with what on? This is it. Nothing. He said, I have wiped all of these tapes. They are blank. <gasps> Why would you do that? I bet they're ex-pornos. Why would you do that? This is the world we live in, where someone thinks it's acceptable to sell 20 VHS tapes and wipe them before he sells them. I'd have bought them for a fiver. That's a weekend. Is going through all those tapes. That's a weekend. <laughs> he wiped them. They were blueies. Why would you do that? <laughs> I sold my entire city VHS collection the other day on eBay. Guess how much I got for it was 40 videos, my entire collection. Guess how much that went for on eBay? Here's the thing. Now, we're going to say higher than you want us to say. So when you then say, I got fiver for it, we'll go, oh, 25 pounds. Higher. Oh. Oh, okay. 40. Higher. 60. Higher. Kath? 70. 80 English pounds. Oh, James! Sooty fans are the best. So I was quite happy about that. I was chuffed. The sooty sucker is born every minute, James. I'm thrilled for you. Uh, VHS tapes, more than happy to talk about that. We've got Lorna, we've got Dave. Thank you, James. 0344-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. Take a trip into the alternate reality of late night radio. I think I'm in something like the Matrix, and so are you. The Late Night Alternative. Hello, hello. With Ian Lee. Is there anybody out there? On Talk Radio. Hello. Let's go to Lorna. Good evening, Lorna. Good evening, uh, Ian and Catherine. Hi, Lorna. Uh, hi, just want to say thank you for making me smile today and feel really special. I went round and gave Lorna a little tickle earlier on in the day. I hope you don't mind, <laughs> Catherine. Yeah. Mm. I, um, I actually received my platinum membership card. Yes! Uh, I'm so pleased that I'm number 172. I feel very special. It's the best, it's the best number, Lorna. Whatever you hear me say <laughs> to any of those other suckers, <laughs> 171, 173, or anybody else, there, I'm lying. Lorna, 172. Me and Catherine. It's been our favourite. We, it's been our favourite. <laughs> we, here's what we did, uh, 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 Lorna. Are you of age? Of course. <laughs> we got two of the most beautiful people in the country. I'm not going to name them, but we got two of the most beautiful people in the country, and they they put your card underneath their pillow, and they made <laughs> yeah. love in that bed with your card. <laughs> it's it's laminated, so it's wiped down. Yeah. They made love in that bed while your card was there. It has been not literally, but metaphorically impregnated with the scent of two of the most beautiful people in this country. We cannot name them for legal reasons. <laughs> okay, I'll uh, leave it to my imagination. Please exactly. Do. One of them's Joe Swash. <clears throat> <laughs> that's, that's, and, uh, 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 and the other one is Alan Carr. Now, uh, we've got a few more. There's about, there's, most people should have their, their cards now and everything they ordered. There are about ten orders that came in over the weekend that I've not had a chance to do. We're going to get those cards done tomorrow night. They'll be sent out first thing Wednesday. Everybody's patience is appreciated. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Lord. It really will make Christmas very, very special. Well, it already has, yeah. Nice one. Definitely. Thanks, Lorna. 
And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you in Birmingham next year. Yay! Yay. It's going to be a good one. We sold a lot of tickets for that already. It'll be a laugh. We'll make sure you come and say hello to us afterwards. Oh, I certainly will. I'll be on the front row. Oh, <laughs> Lorna, don't throw your knickers at Kath. It embarrasses her. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't wear them, sorry. No, Lorna, Lorna, Lorna. I, I slept <laughs> last night. <laughs> I, because I was sort of falling asleep in my clothes on the bed, right? Because I was very tired. So last night, Lorna, I whipped all of my clothes off, all of them, and I got into bed and I slept in bed naked. I never normally do it. I normally wear pants. And I slept naked. But then my heating went off. And so when I got up at like four in the morning to have a pee, it was so cold. <laughs> so cold. But it's that cold where it's actually painful and then you get back in bed and you're shivering for yeah. two minutes before you start warming up again. It was awful. So I'm never doing that again. No, I don't do that again. No. Okay, well, you, so Lorna's gonna, Lorna's gonna Ooh. sit in the front row, not wearing knickers, and flash us a smile. <laughs> I'll do a basic instinct moment for you, shall I? Very yes. basic. <laughs> Very basic. Very instinctive. Yes, please, Lorna. All right, listen, thanks for your call. Nice to talk to you. Thank you. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Tutty bye. Tutty bye. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Dave? Hello, Ian. Hello, Kath. You are, you made me cry earlier on. Uh, today, Dave. This is genuine. Dave sent this very nice package of. Um, you asked me to not use the calls. Yeah. Um, a very nice package and a very nice letter. And thank you, man. It's appreciated, and I yeah. look forward to um, look forward to smoking that cannabis that you sent us. It's very kind of you. Yeah, well, it's, it's very good stuff. You know. I can hear uh, in your in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't seen you since Tommy Boyd's uh, memorial. I don't think. Um, no, I know. I don't know why that guy was laughing. It was a little bit tasteless. No, it was. It was sad. But what I found at the memorial was it really. I had no idea how much he enjoyed running with balls, and he'd been doing it for quite a long time. So, yeah. in this case, he really did die doing something he loved. Yeah, yeah. Running it's, from it's what he would wanted. Yeah. And B.A. Robertson sang that song about it. It was very, um, you know. You know, I'm in email communication with B.A. Robertson. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. My, my friend Glenn is, is having more of a conversation with him, but we're, we're trying to license a few bibs and bobs off him. And, um, yeah. He's, uh, anyway, that's my B.A. Robertson story. I hope you enjoyed it, guys. I'm here all week. <laughs> well, you know, you know what I think about the radio show that, um, you know, you're the only people out there doing what you, what should be doing and, Everything else does seem to be going to grey, doesn't it? Should kids at school be taught a little bit of combat? Just a bit of combat, just nonchucks. I mean, I've got the, I've got the direct quote. Let me read. Let me read the direct quote. This is when I switched off. I don't want to speak ill of you know people that that aren't here, but when I heard someone say. Um, should kids at school be taught a little combat? That was when I went, ah, you know what? I think I'm done. <laughs> well, let's say out of should teachers be armed in schools and yeah. should, you know. Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing, if we taught kids in school combat, then we'd also be teaching kids that would grow up to be terrorist combat. So the terrorists would be better armed yeah. because they'd have learnt combat at school. Yeah. Well, so then it'll true. be, let's, let's ban combat classes in school because we're teaching people how to be terrorists. It kind of reminds me of that Sasha Baron Cohen thing when he, in This Is America when he posed as the uh, Israeli Secret Service expert uh-huh. who said the only thing oh, yeah, that yeah. comes between a bad guy with a gun is a good kid with a gun. Yeah. You're talking about training kids up with weapons. Oh, I thought you meant the bit where he got, he, a guy had to show his ass to scare off a homosexual, wasn't it? <laughs> yes! Wasn't it? Something like that. No, he said because terrorists think that if you're homosexual, you're going to hell, so they'll run away, so they're right. frightened. You have to pretend to be a okay. homosexual, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's phase two. Okay.
<laughs> well, I don't know. I think maybe, I think maybe we've dissected the show and the mechanics of the station a little bit too much. I see, I, I, I suspect, I'm, I'm, I suspect I'm going to get a little telling off later in the week at some point. <laughs> so I don't, I, I don't want to, you know, it is what it is. But also, here's the thing. If the show does come to an end, right, what a great, nearly four, what great four years we've had. And I'll do what I did when, when I got the, not when I got the sack from the BBC, because they were cowardly assholes. But when I, when they let me go, absolutely, I, I shook my boss, I shook Clive Dickens's hand and said, thanks very much for the opportunity. He then proceeded to let me know, spend ten minutes telling me what plans they had for the station. And I'm thinking, I really just want to go away and cry now. But I, and I should have said, you know what, thanks, but, but I shook his hand and I thanked him for the opportunity. And that's what I'll do here. And, and then, you know, then we'll set up a Patreon account and <laughs> I won't be able to pay my mortgage. And that's fine. But, you know, I don't want to get, uh, it's not, I'm a little bit navel-gazing tonight. Maybe we shouldn't be. Yeah, you know, I think it, part of it might be uh, your brain sort of, you know, telling you the worst at the moment. I mean, yeah. I, you know, you know, I've suffered from depression. I know what that, that feels like. And you've, you know, um, you think of everything at the worst and you catastrophize every situation and, uh, you know, um. Or that delicious yeah. phrase Katie Puckrick uses, disasturbation. Mmm. Dave, yeah, I've got yeah. a video that's gonna make you laugh. By the way, is your cat that big now? Yeah. Jeez, man. i got a video that's gonna, I've just retweeted a video that's gonna make you laugh. It's, uh, go and watch it this, this moment. It's a cat licking out a humidifier. <laughs> Go, Dave, go and watch it now, I insist. I will do. It will make you laugh. Kath, have you got it? Yes, it's I got funny, it. Man. It's funny, man. It's a it, cat yeah. licking out, thank you, Dave, licking out a humidifier. <laughs> <laughs> idiot. Oh, what an idiot. My cat fell out of the wardrobe today. You I didn't know what? she was in there. Cat oh. fell out of the wardrobe. It was like, uh, Kato. I'm having so much fun with the cats. It's, it's, the, the, the lucky and mucky are struggling because we've got builders in and um they're a bit discombobulated they're anyway, not getting much they? attention i have to keep them separate from the kittens because the kittens have got cat flu so they're not getting much attention but on saturday yeah. night half 10 11 o'clock saturday night oh hello 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 who's that this is margaret is that ian hello margaret this is ian and kath you're on talk radio hello hey, margaret. um well you often disagree with me so well there we are so well that's a I'm great opening a line things. isn't it there we are I suspect yeah. I disagree with you because you spoke bollocks. Would that be correct? <laughs> oh, God, you're so sure of yourself sometimes. Anyway. I'm sure anyway, of people that gone. speak bollocks. I remember the voice and I remember you were talking utter, utter nonsense, but I don't remember what it was. Anyway, what should we disagree about on tonight? I, I, I didn't think it was nonsense, obviously. Okay, well, the what first was it? part. I, the first thing I wanted to say that you might really, really disagree with oh. is... You're very... Con I, you're, you're, you're a great con contra contrarian, aren't you? I don't know what that even means. That anyway, was it. There was something you said and you didn't know what it meant. I remember. Carry on. Continue a boosted play, madame. Okay. Now, the thing is, with these advertisements that are talking about homeless people at Christmas and keep them warm and yes. give them a good time... Bring back Angie. I'm sorry, I find that... Hanging's too good really for the homeless. Pardon? Hanging's too good for the homeless. Oh, Why would we no, waste our rope on up. them? Shut up. No, it's really, they go on and on about giving them a nice meal and all that yes. and all the other. What about the rest of the year? I just, I just find that really hypocritical. So are you saying we shouldn't give them anything at Christmas? Well, you, I told you, you really all, just always disagree anyway. Anyway, so that's 
how I feel. Oh, that's the end of that story. That's the end of that con- that's the end of that monologue. Let's move on to monologue number two. No conversation. <laughs> we will not engage on these subjects. We will just hear Margaret's thoughts. Okay. Now I'd like to know whether other people, anybody else, feels the same as me about this Christmas get together for all these poor people. But during the rest of the year, they don't bother. So I would be very interested if they find it irritating too. No, I don't, who who could possibly, in yeah. their right mind, mm-hmm. find focusing people's attention on those less fortunate than themselves at Christmas, which is traditionally, I don't know if you know this, a Christian event, who could anyone find that distasteful? How could anyone find that distasteful? I don't find, oh God, it's not, it's the rest of the year. It just feels artificial to me. Anyway, I told you we'd disagree. The other thing is... Maybe <laughs> the other thing is maybe you don't want to talk about this. Um, I didn't realise, and it doesn't come across that you ever had t- somebody telling you what subject you were allowed to talk about, because you, you and Cathy, open your doors and let people come in. So I'm really surprised that um, somebody told you what to say. Surely they don't. Well, well no, they, 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 they didn't tell me what to say. They said that it was a, it was this, talking about the show on Friday, that it was, uh, it was ex- an extreme, t- uh, uh, terrorist, uh, event, and that as a news station, we should be addressing it for the full three hours. I disagreed with that, and no, so please. I decided not, I decided that it would be better if someone else did the show. That was it. Okay, right. And, um, and the other thing, and the last thing I want to say is, because I'm nearly 80, and you get people... There was a guy who mentioned vaguely this evening about um, old people being grumpy. Well, I'll tell you what, it's great being old. You don't have to get up with an alarm. You can do exactly what you like. You can eat when you like, if you like. And it's just really... And what did you do today, Margaret, to celebrate your elderliness... Yeah. Freedom. What did you? How did you? What did you do today that you couldn't have done when you were thirty-two? Well, I'm ill, actually. Ah, you were I ill. I just come out of hospital, so Eish. so that's not a very good um, okay. uh, example. Well, the, the sorts of things that I find I can do is, uh, I, and a friend of mine finds the same. Uh, if there's, if you're at a bus stop yeah. and there's a really good-looking guy what? or woman, and you can say, oh, you look really great because you're old and they won't think that you're trying to pick ah, them so up. Ah, so you can with. be a, ah, that's interesting. So because you're old, you can be a sexual deviant. Yeah, you can. Yes. And, and, and that's fine. And, and that's fine. Really, Sex really pestery is positive fine. positive things about being old. And you can be a little bit racist. Well, I'm not. No, I'm not saying you are, but I'm saying you could be and everyone would just go, oh, it was a different era back then. Yeah. No, it's a good, it, it, it's got, definitely got its merits, especially when I suppose we all know that the teenagers, you know, you feel shy and embarrassed and all this and, 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 and so being old is so much better than that. Uh, so well, Margaret, I hope you're feeling like better after your short stay in hospital. I hope it wasn't anything too serious. 
no, not too serious. Good. All right. Yeah. Well, listen, hey, listen, I've got to go because I'm really late for the news. It's really nice to talk to you. Thank you for the call. Okay. That okay. went better Bye. than last Bye. time, didn't it? Bye. That went better than last time. Gone. Oh, there. Wait. Okay. Fine. Ended the same. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Get an earful of unusual nocturnal emissions with radio's Lord of Misrule, Ian Lee. No relation, thank God. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Just one voice singing in the darkness. All it takes is one voice singing so they hear what's on your mind. And when you look around, you'll find there's more than one voice. Singing in the darkness, joining with your one voice, each and every note another active hands are joined and fears unlocked if only one voice would start it on. How could you not like Barry Manilow? I mean, it's just that there's something about this. I, I wonder if anyone's written a book on this. This, this here we go, histo- music historians. There's something about that sort of Jewish soul music. I'm talking Neil Diamond, Barry Manilow, um, 
Barbara Streisand. They're all very similar, and I wonder if there is something about their Jewishness that that helps them be. I don't know. I wonder if there's something in their upbringing that gives them the confidence or the voice or the, the something about that kind of white slick soul music. I don't, someone write a book about that. It's like um, Tim Heidecker is always saying, the comedian is always saying he wants to read a book where it's like Pete Townsend and Ray Davis and all those people who were born just a, sort of halfway through World War Two or just after. And he wants to hear them interviewed about what growing up in post-war Britain did for them. Obviously, it influenced a lot of their music. Tommy is influenced by it. Lots of stuff like that. And what that impact it has, because I've never read that. I've never read what growing up in bombed London, as a lot of them were, bombed Manchester, bombed Liverpool, what impact that had on their growing up and their music. And the same with, with Streisand, with Diamond, and with Manilow. Siddhartha. Siddhartha. And I think, I think Streisand... Sadaka and Diamond went to the same school. In even. Brooklyn, was it? I think so. I don't think Manilow did. I can't remember where he... Well, he grew up in New York. Uh, he would have been a little bit younger than mm. them. Did, they, did the three of them go to the same school? It looks like it. I wonder... I mean, I wonder if it's their Jewishness. I wonder if... I mean, obviously a lot of talent musicians came from Brooklyn from that... Kind of, kind of era. I wonder, I wonder, maybe, maybe. There's like the whole comedy thing as well, the New York Jewish comedy. Yeah. Not school, but there's a family yeah, of comedians, of right? Of course there is. And there is a certain style. Of course there is. I wonder, I wonder if there's something in there. Someone go and write a book about it, because that is a book that I would read. I would hoover that book up. Um, 0344 is the phone number. Busy switchboard. Busy switchboard tonight. I've been on hold for ten minutes, says Tony. To who? Because you're not on my you're not on my switchboard, Tony. So you're, you're either texting the wrong station or phoning the wrong station. Or the phones up the Swanee again. No, or no, they're not. We're getting phone calls. Hmm. We're getting phone calls. Okay, Tony, I'm going to suggest you probably ring in. Let me try. Let me let, talk let, sports. Let, 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 let me try. Let me try. Hang on. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. There's nothing. There is nothing. Wrong with the phones tonight. Let's see. Thanks for calling Talk Radio. Your call will be on a succulent Chinese meal. <laughs> there we go. My phone's my phone's ringing. So that is that's absolute bullshine. Let's go to Nick. Good evening, Nick. Well, hiya. I'm just looking under the TV. I was trying to find the ball. I'm playing with my cat. Actually, I'll tell you the reason why I rang. Tell me. Because uh, last week. I was trying to ring, um, I'm assuming you must be Ian, because you said you want to speak to Ian, so I guess that must be you. Well, this bodes well. <laughs> I meant to, I meant to last week, so I couldn't sleep, as usual. Oh Listen to, uh, talk sport with Jason Cundy and, uh... Th those idiots. Those with Knucklehead and Thicko, yes. And instead of, uh, well, you say that. I say it. I mean of, it. Uh, I've met them. Idiots. Well, I don't like, uh, I don't like, uh... Uh, Goldsmith, but anyway. That's, that's, that's knucklehead. I meant to, uh, I guess, alright, but he's a Chelsea sport. But oh, anyway. no! And Carol King! Carol King! Carol King! Thank you, Mr. Linton! Sorry, carry on, Nick. Who the hell is Carol King? 
Who the hell is Karen King? She only had the greatest selling album of the 70s, Crochet. Well, in the 70s, I was listening to Bowie, uh, Dylan. Oh, God, I'm so cool. I'm listening to David Bowie. I don't know if he's a man or a woman or who he's going to be next week. And Bob Dylan's output anyway, in the 70s was crap. I was ringing up just for, for one question, really, and I was just wondering. Oh, God. Anyway. I want to die. Oh, as I say, I meant to ring up Talk Sport. And okay, you phoned us tonight, Nick. What would you like to ask? Well, instead of listening to Talk Sport, I listened to you. And, I, and I, I, instead of listening to the football, I was listening to How to Get Drunk Quickly by shoving a... Uh, uh, up, up, up your a, a vodka lolly up your arsehole because the skin is thinner. Yes, I hope you tried yeah. it at the weekend and had a great time. I didn't, I didn't try that, no. Coward. And then I, and then I uh, heard some woman going on about uh, ex hamster and nose porn. Yeah, that was Catherine. And then a, I'm some woman. Uh, then some crazy. Okay, woman. Nick, you're recapping last week's show. What would you like uh, to contribute to tonight's the show? The question is, what kind of show am I listening to? That's the question. Jesus. A show where absolute. <laughs> This is, the, this is the second, uh, this is the second time I've listened to your show. You're addicted. I've only been listening to yeah. it ten to, ten to, uh... You're addicted. It, it's a show where weak-minded addicts phone up every show. single night. Huh? It, sorry, did you say it was a great show? I said it's a crazy show. Yeah, Thank know. you. It's a, it's a show where we get the best callers. We get, uh, we get the best <laughs> and the finest callers, Nick. We only get the creme de la creme, la cream of la cropsa. Well... I'm not quite sure. I want to make uh, love to you, Nick. When I oh, when dear. I rang up, uh, when I listened to that uh, show, I want to make love to you, Nick. There was a crazy, uh, crazy, crazy night. Crazy Gascoigne person who sounded like he was totally out of his head. Yeah. And then there was a, a woman who said she was going to kill herself. Yeah. And he said, "Ring the Samaritans and uh, ring back the next day." And I didn't bother to listen because Gosh. I. <laughs> Nick! I was listening to Janice Long on, uh... <laughs> You're what we call a, a late-night radio slut. You sleep around the dial, don't and you, I, Nick? I think I need to, uh... See to, a um... Text the, the girl's name, or, or Google that girl's name, because she sounds quite, quite sexy, so... I've got a, a mental image of what she sort of... What that, do you think the girl looks like? Well, she's got a, a kind of, uh... A northern accent, which is, uh... Quite, uh, quite a bit of a turn on, really. Oh, really? You like the northern lasses? Yeah. Mm. Back in the day when we used to go up to Nottingham and and that and uh, try and get laid, but we, we never did. Oh, yeah, get a nice little Wonder bit of Nottingham, why. Fanny. Wonder what went wrong. Yeah, and, and then when she was talking about ex hamster and, and nose porn, it just kind Por of uh, roused me even more. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Filthy animal, aren't she? So. What is, what is her name or what is your... It might, you must be Ian because uh, she, he said, you want to talk to Ian? And I said, yeah, well, I might as well. I've got nothing else. Might as well. I've got nothing else to do. Candy and Goldstein the scum. I can see why you got fired from the BBC and... No, what? you can't. Why did I get fired from the BBC, Nick? I have no idea. You mentioned it. Uh, yeah, why did I get fired from the BBC, Nick? I'll tell you why, because I stood up for my gay brothers and sisters against homophobic, homophobic bigotry. That's why I got fired, Nick. I got fired because well, the BBC couldn't handle me. Well, the BBC, it, the uh, Tory stroke Labour spin machine couldn't well, handle well, me. I'm a member of the, I'm a member of the Conservative Party. I pay 209 a month. Well, you're an idiot! And you're, uh, we can't really talk about that. Anyway, Nick, I'm glad you found the show and I'm glad you're enjoying it. Well, I didn't, uh, when did I say I, I never mentioned in the, what, oh, I was going to say, uh, a bit, 
Yeah, you may be waiting for a good 10 minutes. I've been on for 12 minutes and 51 seconds. Anyway. He takes very detailed notes. I like that. I never once in in the time I've uh, I've enjoyed it. I just said it was a crazy show. Yeah. You love it, Nick. You you keep listening to it and you keep calling it. You love it. I've called once and this is the second show I've listened to. Yeah, you're addicted. Normal people don't ring. You're hooked. Well, I must admit I did turn on Sunday night to see if you kids are on, but you weren't. Kids. Oh, who's that being a Scooby-Doo? I can call that girl and those kids. Nick, I'm glad you're enjoying the show. I'm glad it's become your favourite radio show. I look forward to your next call. I prefer listening to uh, Ken Bruce, actually. Yeah, well, uh, Ken Bruce is on. I don't know if you noticed, he's on 10 to 1 in the morning. Uh, He's not on now. No, he's on 10 to 1. He's on... Who cares what time Ken Bruce is on, Popmaster Bum? He's got his notes. You Popmaster Bum Lick. Yeah. Who does a show that's that's got a half an hour in it? I do watch... I did listen to Popmaster. Uh Uh-huh, you said watch, and it's the radio. Uh. Yes, I know. Nick, this is your new favourite show. Just a minute, you're addicted to it, you love it, you can't get enough, and we'll speak, we'll take another one of your dull calls soon. All right, you... What's that last... his name? I'll Google her. Karen King. Oh, Karen King. Thank you very much indeed. He's going to Google that lass. He'll be Googling it till he can't see anymore. He's going to Google that lass! <laughs> I'm trying to do it. I'm doing it. Here we go. Here comes Lavinia. <laughs> Here comes Lavinia. Here comes Lavinia. She's gone off the boil. She was fun when she had it up the bum with a man from another planet. But now she's talking bollocks. She wants to bring back hanging. I wish she'd tell us about the time she took it up the wrong and from a man from Mars. <laughs> I love, I love you, baby. I really, 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 really love you. What can we do for you, Lavinia, you old right-wing bigot? Thank you. What I'd like to say is that I've been hearing your voice, this is about half an hour ago, because I've just uh, woken up, yeah? Yeah, man. And what's happened? I've been in a deep, deep sleep. Listen to this, right? Yeah, And I heard your sexy voice in the background. I thought, oh, my God, that's Ian. Oh! Yeah. So oh. I thought, right, I've got to say something to it, yes. him, uh, because he's been on my mind for the last couple of days here, yeah? One is that I think, uh, you must know this, we all know this, this is a mad, mad, mad world, and uh, to understand this mad, mad world, we have to be mad ourselves. Does that make sense? No, sounds like nonsense, sounds like cliche nonsense. Next. Right. And also, I actually come across the, uh, a children's book, this is Facts, and it was uh, called uh, A Little Miss Naughty, yeah? And I thought, oh my God, I'm going to read it, because I don't know what made me want to read it, but I wanted to read it. Yeah. And it happened to be a children's book. Yeah. Guess what? I actually turned over the page, and apparently they were talking about Mr. Men. Mr. Guess who? Mr. Uppity! Can you believe it? Yeah, I can, because everyone knows about Mr. Uppity. Well, I didn't, so that's what I I did. (laughs) And I thought, oh my God, I've got to tell Ian, there is a Mr. Uppity. Yeah, I know, I know there's a Mr. Uppity. I know everyone, you can't can't educate me. I'm a wise soul, I've been, I've been around many, many times. Well, I didn't even know that. Yes. I didn't know there was a Mr. Uppity. I absorb informazioni like nobody's business. 
Well, well, I can believe that, Ian. I really can. And also, I would also like to say that I love your your. Jabroni. I love your show. Yeah. I love your show. Okay. It is it is a tonic, actually. Yeah. It revitalizes you in the evening. <laughs> and especially waking up. And I heard your sexy, uh, unbelievable, outrageous. I'm a human being. I got feelings. I'm not. I'm not just a lump of wood that you can ride. I'm a human being. How dare you? How dare you treat me like your dildo? Oh my God! How dare oh, you, Lavinia? Is this is what I do to you, Ian? How dare you just use me, then wipe me down and put me in your drawer? I'm more than that. I want to go to nice restaurants. I want to see plays. I want to stroke your cat. <laughs> I want to walk in the park and hold your hand. I don't want to get put in that drawer. Well, can I just say something, Ian? All I'm going to do, I want to sing something how I feel uh, from the bottom of my heart. Here we go. Uh, the power of love, a force from above, beaming my soul. So a force from above, yeah. Did you say creaming my soul? I wouldn't like to uh, analyse those <laughs> lyrics any further. This is Tour Radio. <laughs> The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. So that got us thinking. And yes, you can buy talking dildos. There's oh, one on the Amazon. speaker at the bottom, so to speak? Bad Vibes Loose. What? <clears throat> this real seven-inch talking vibrator comes complete with a real man's voice. Which says at random one of the four pre-programmed phrases. <laughs> Just like a real man. Watch out, because of the four hilarious phrases, only one is nice. Sayings are, go away, I've got a headache. Mmm, <laughs> you're looking cute tonight, honey. Sorry I have to get up early tomorrow. And please don't send me back to the dark place. <laughs> I made that last night. The last one is, oh. hell, can't you get a real man? <laughs> this girl's gag will shock the recipient as well as give her a buzz. Um, it's got five, five, one review, five stars. Made the ideal joke birthday present. Um, oh, if you go to Pornhub, there's a talking dildo. YouTube, there's a talking dildo. YouTube, YouTube, you porn, there's one. What's this? Um... No, it doesn't talk. That's okay. a good idea for our next um, bit of merch. Um, yeah. There, it, well, <laughs> there is. Um, there we go. Uh, what have you got for us, Catherine? Oh, right. Okay, let's have a look. Do you want uh, Do you want one about someone leaving a review and getting yeah. sworn at? Do yeah, you want one about the Queen? Oh, update. How is she doing? She's... Well, it's all very quiet, but so no news is really. so. By the way, because you, if you were on Twitter last night, did it get outside of Twitter? The the have you got the story? Yeah. Okay, fine. Do the story because I, I I find these death hoaxes fascinating. Remember when Paul Weller died in a mini crash? Yeah. That was like twenty years ago. Paul yeah. Weller died. Um, Jimmy, that was pre-Twitter, wasn't Jimmy it? Jimmy Somerville died. Obviously, mm. these people didn't die. These are hoaxes. Jimmy Somerville, I remember Jimmy Somerville died, and then my friend saw him that night that that rumour was going around. Is it, is, are these things I find... The Peter K one keeps happening. Peter K keeps happening, doesn't mm. it? In fact, 
I think I can say this, that there, there, there is an obit here, really. Was, weren't we asked, wasn't someone asked to put foot together an obit for Peter Kay Quite here? Probably. I, I'm sure there was. So th there's, there's, um, there's certainly an email going around about it. Um, so the Queen supposedly died last night. Uh, and you're not going to read the rude tweets, are you? I'll read what I've got. Okay, well, you go. This is according to the Mirror. Vile rumours about the Queen dying have been circulating on social media after a fake WhatsApp message caused panic among royal fans. Royal. Is it really vile? I mean, it's not... It's It's not very nice, is it's it? It's not a very nice joke, but... Some of the jokes were quite vile. I, I, I'm going to be honest. When I heard it, first thing is you go online and look, so and it's check, true. Yeah. And then, I can't, when I get in trouble, I kind of chuckled. I kind of chuckled. Well, because you saw it for what it was, straight another away. Another one of those going round. Screen grabs of a message claiming to give details of instructions sent to guards were posted online over the weekend. While the palace hasn't officially commented, a number of royal experts and insiders have said the rumours are completely untrue. However, many people have fallen for the cruel prank and have been very worried about the monarch. <laughs> The ones I read weren't worried. The first message forwarded by someone with the nickname Gibbo, ah, a trusted source. Gibbo! <laughs> reads, Queen's passed away this morning, heart attack being announced at 9.30am tomorrow. Uh, channel dash 0800 tomorrow in full number ones. So that's, that's what uniform you've got to wear. Right. Number ones. Um... In your black bag kit, you need one set of threes, one set of fours, underwear and socks for two weeks, washing kit, body washing kit, city's fawn stand down from a guard's reg WhatsApp group. However, his friends weren't convinced with one replying, your balls, has to be a wind-up. Gibbo replies, not sure, mate, just got it passed to me, or paced to me. They did keep the Queen Mother's death quiet, though, for 24 hours. Um, we last saw the Queen out and about on royal duties last week, says the Mirror, when she officially opened the new headquarters of the Royal Philatelic Society in London. On Friday, she shared a message following the terror, terror attacks on London Bridge, which claimed the lives of two innocent people. Um, and tomorrow she'll be joined by other members of the royal family to host a NATO event at Buckingham Palace. The event will celebrate 70 years of the NATO alliance and will be attended by a number of world leaders. Royal Central Editor Charlie Proctor took to Twitter to rubbish the rumours, writing, I see we have reached that Lovely. time of year where I have to dispel rumours of Her Majesty's passing. The Queen is not dead. She's alive and well and much, very much looking forward to hosting President Trump and other world leaders at Buckingham Palace on Tuesday for the NATO reception. Here's the thing that surprises me, that Trump didn't retweet it. Yeah. You know what he's like. Yeah, you know exactly what he's like, yeah. When the Queen does die, Terrible the first night. we will hear will be an official announcement for Buckingham Palace. If she dies during the night, her death will not be reported until 8am, at which time her portrait will be displayed on the BBC, <laughs> accompanied by the national anthem. Oh, as happened following the death of Princess Diana in 1997. The BBC will suspend all programming and screen BBC One coverage of the event, oh. while other channels are not required to interrupt regu regular scheduling. It's likely they'll follow a oh similar plan. Oh, God, you know it's going to be... Oh, here's here's the other thing. No comedy programming for 12 days. No. Mm -hmm, on the BBC. You are kidding me. I did think... I, here's my thinking. If the Queen's dead, we're probably going to get a few nights off work. That was my, my uh, thought. No comedy programs mm -hmm. on the BBC? An official 12-day period of national mourning. They surely they'd have to show, they should just show for like, um, every night between 7 and 10, that episode of Fools and Horses where uh, Del Boy falls through the bar. Cause she'd have loved that. That's what she would have wanted. No comedy shows for 12 days? No. Oh my god, the arrogance of these people. The arrogance of these people. It, the, the time I, 
after Diana died was weird enough. This is going to be, it sounds like this is going to be even more weird. Well, uh, um, this would be the last one that would be this big, surely. Now, we're not going to get the same reaction. Here's the thing. It's that thing. We, we, we've kind of been kicking this idea around recently, and we, we, we kind of ran into it ourselves on Friday, of who says what is news, right? And this feels like a very, very old-fashioned... There'll be some people getting angry at this. This feels like a very, very old-fashioned overreaction to something that to some people is is hugely significant but to the majority of people is not is not important when the queen goes i'll be a bit sad because i like i don't like things changing and i like tradition and i'm not really a royalist but i quite like her and i'll be a bit sad but 12 days of mourning is ridiculous is ridiculous i don't really remember the diana stuff i remember her dying because i was in edinburgh and it's our last night in edinburgh and I remember going around to a friend's to watch the funeral, and we just got stoned and watched it. But I, and I remember going to Buckingham Palace was the day the Queen came back because I had to go to Petit France to get a, a, a passport, and I had to wait for a few hours. I thought, I'll go and stand up. It's the only time I've seen the Queen. Um, but that was weird. I mean, that was weird. I found it... Uh, I found it really strange. I remember sitting in Burger King... And that Elton John song came on, and the woman at the table next to me, I'm not joking, was crying. Yeah. It was all that. It all, there was an, an awful lot of people, I feel like people poured a lot of their own stuff into it. And oh, yeah. it was all kind of, I'm more upset than you are for some people. Yeah. Um, and then I went to live in Paris not long after. And, um, scene of the murder. Yeah, and when I first arrived, I was part of my route to university took me sort of past the Pont de l'Alma, where she died, the underpass where she yeah. died. And there there's an eternal flame to the heroes of the resistance. And it had been like plastered in pictures of her and those flowers. Guilty and conscience. I just found it. I found there it were ridiculous. people filming the underpass. Here that was go. the thing. That was a, this was before camera phones. Yeah. There were people filming the underpass, and I found that so mawkish. Here's the thing. I'm a sensible human being. I found the whole reaction to Princess Diana utterly over the top, and and also everyone, every news outlet, every radio station was afraid to blink. Everyone was afraid to blink and go back to normal yeah. until someone else had, got, had done it and gone back to normal in case they were called out for being insensitive. And it went on for months. I thought it was a really sad thing that happened, really sad, and I felt so sorry for the princes. But I felt more sorry for them having to be kind of paraded amongst people oh, who wanted to sort of hug them and tell them how much their mother had meant. You know, people that didn't know her. I felt so sorry for those kids. Um Oh, that was that was obscene. Making them walk in the funeral procession. That was obscene. That was that was that is that is the royal family for you. Making them do make, uh, abusing those boys like that. Um, but if the queen dies, I mean, honestly, I, I I was more I would be more upset when Davy Jones of the Monkeys died. Mm. You know, it's it's going to be awful. It is going to be awful. I mean, here's a question, dear listener: Would you care? Would you? Uh, th th Jamie says I was doing pills around a friend's house that night that Diana died. Very weird, but g good times. Jamie, I was on a pill when I found out that Diana had died. I was coming down from a pill, found out, and then we were, I, I snogged a girl in a park at three o'clock in the morning or f whenever it was, six o'clock in the morning. I was, I was there. Um, I mean, would anyone? There'll be some people who will. Here's the thing, and I'm not saying this to be controversial. 
here's the thing. I'm also feeling I've got to tread very carefully because someone will will draw a fence at this and will get a, will make a complaint. And, and complaints around this kind of conversation are taken more seriously mm-hmm. than perhaps other than other conversations about other people would be. But there will be people who will celebrate her death. There will be, be people who will go out. Oh, thank God she's gone. You know, the lizard is gone. In the same way that Margaret Thatcher was was celebrated. Maybe not in quite the same way, but there will be people that will see it as the end of some thing that, that is that is, is patently unfair and patently ridiculous that, that they've got all this money and, and wealth and power, in inverted commas, just because of their lineage. But the flip side of that is that her life has been spent in the spotlight and it's it's not a natural way for anyone to live, is it? I wouldn't want to swap with her. For the moment last night when I thought, for the brief moment when I thought the Queen was dead, it was like, oh, that's interesting. That was it. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Nothing more, nothing more than that. Nothing more than that. Uh, and, and it will be, a, it, the, 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 the national grieving that will be enforced upon us will be obscene. It will be obscene. <sighs> it's slightly different in that she has, you know, been a huge figure for decades and decades and decades, right? And the stuff she's done and the places she's been and all of that. But it's still, we're still mourning the death of someone who's really rich. Mm. That's almost kind of it, is we're mourning someone who's richer than you are. Okay. Okay. I don't really, I don't, it doesn't move me that much, really. Hmm, okay. This is what I'm just thinking out loud. I'm yeah. trying to kick this around. No, I, you I, disagree I know slightly. what you mean. I don't really see it. The way I see it is the country will be mourning the end of an era. Yeah. Something, someone we've all, most of us have grown up around. Yeah. And kind of the first big star, really. Someone who was beyond stardom. Yeah. Famous, one of the most famous women in the world. Someone who's grown up in the spotlight. Yeah. Who's not always found it easy? Uh, hasn't put. I was going to say she hasn't put a foot wrong. She hasn't hasn't said an awful lot, really, has she? Uh. I feel like she's someone who's. Um, she. I mean, a lot of people have said this that she would have been happier if she hadn't been queen. I don't care. I don't. I, I, I don't know, and I don't care. I don't. I, don't, I find that interesting. I think find it interesting as an institution as to what happens afterwards. Uh. Um, and, and such an unnatural way for someone to live. Um, I'll, you know, I'll be, I don't know how I feel about it. I find it. it hard to get excited about the privilege. That's the thing. I'm not an anti-royalist. I probably should be with my sort of politics, I suppose. Um, but I'm not an anti-royalist. I quite like the, the tradition of it. But I, I find it hard, I would find it hard to be more moved by her death than I was by the two young people that were murdered well, on God, Friday. Yeah. You know, I, I don't mean to, maybe that's not, it's not, not an either or, is no, it? but it, 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 I, I have, I feel more connection, I feel, I, I don't feel much of a connection mm. with her, is, no. is what I'm, I'm trying to say. I don't feel, I don't really feel a connection. And I get why that is. I get that why that is. It will be, a, it will be a, I think we can all agree it will be a very strange time. Yeah, it will be strange. I look forward to having three weeks off. I ain't going to get us in. I'll get, I'll get um, Andre Markin to cover. Gosh, 12 days. Should we teach pallbearing at schools? 
344 This is Talk Radio. Dead of Night Discourse for Disco Queens. I'm related to Jedward and Dolly Parton. Dairy Farmers aye, aye. and Distant Fathers. Yeah, whatever. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Doing lots of things that we don't know about, we can't control. On Talk Radio. Yes, great. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. See, when when you uh, d- 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 doing this show and I'm not feeling great, it's, I find it very exhausting. And I'm, uh, I was was supposed to be getting a shower door delivered today, and it, I phoned them up at half four. Just wondered if the shower door's coming. Oh, they tried to deliver it earlier, but you weren't in. Well, yeah, I was. You could have called. They called every other time, haven't they? Yes, they have. And I went okay, so I kicked off. I'm going to get some compo out of them as well, because I'm sending some stuff back to them. And I said, ah, I'm sending some stuff back to you at great expense to myself. I'm assuming that because I took a day off work and will be taking the morning off work tomorrow, um, I will be due for some compensation myself. And um, they said, well, when it's delivered, give us a call and we'll see what we can sort out. Oh, yeah. But... um, So so I'm expecting this thing is going to be coming at half seven tomorrow morning. That's That's... Last week I started uh, to sit in for deliveries about four, four days out of the five. And three times out of it, it they was not inside the window. I could have gone out in the morning. I could have gone to sleep Why in the morning. Why delivery companies, name one good delivery company. It's not like I'm going to, you know, um, just single out Yodel. They're all, all of them, DHL I've had problems with. Is Yell one? There's... all of them I've had problems with now listen I get that coming up to Christmas the I get the Amazon ladies and gentlemen because they're normally like small people so I've had people delivering stuff in their car for Amazon and they get ridiculous quotes I get it right I get it but Right. If I'm ordering something and it's, it, and now you don't even get a, it'll be nine till 12. It's a window of, it'll be eight till six. That's the window. The window is the whole day. Okay. Fine. Fair enough. But when it doesn't even make that, you think, what is, what is wrong with you guys? Yeah. And the safe place thing is apparently optional. Why didn't you leave it in my safe place? No. Unfortunately, unfortunately, my safe place is my beanhole. <laughs> Let <laughs> us... Let's go to Diana. Good evening, Diana. Good evening, Ian, and good evening, Kath. Good evening, Diana. Uh, what have you got for us tonight? I thought it was going to be Princess Diana then, calling us from I often, the grave. Well, I always listen to your show, and I'm writing out playlists and whatever. Beautiful. And um, you make me laugh as well. So uh, I, did a do, I did a surprise birthday party on Saturday night. Uh-huh. You, you, and yeah. um, a lot of people there, a lot of people in their 20s and 30s, but a lot of reggae and drum and bass anyway. Yes. A lot of rugby players there. Yeah, a lot of, you, I'm getting a real picture of, of a place I would not want to be in. It was a nice place, it was in. nice, lovely people. I know. wouldn't want to be with those scumbags, the reggae, drum and bass, rugby 20-somethings. And hard rock, and there's a lot of men there, there wasn't many women there. Beautiful. A lot of them were single. So anyway. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I'm put, put the fader down for a second. Oh, oh no, I'm ca- carry on because we'll do this and then and then we've had then we've had a complaint already about our conversation. Okay. Carry on, Diana. And then I've got a complaint so, to go to. Anyway, I just shouldn't say so. Anyway, so they're all dancing away. So I put on Barry Manilow Bermuda Triangle. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> now, be, now this tells you how well known that song is. They knew the song. 
they started taking their clothes off, performing some sort of dance. <laughs> Rugby. Yeah, we go. And getting on each other's shoulders. And then I put on... Come a little bit closer. So you're my kind of man. So big and so strong. Well. Come a little bit closer. I'm all alone. Yeah. Which is a great song by Jane the American. Yeah, and then it was back to all the, you know, um, Muse and... Is that rubbish? And all the, you know, what I mean, that was a great night. Rubbish. Well, I'm glad you had a great time. I knew you'd win them over. You got some th tricks up your sleeve, Diana. I'm going to move on because I've got to read this tweet from John Walker. Just retweeted it. At Talk Radio. Who is that disgusting asshole denigrating the Queen? What? Told you. I told you. I told you. I told you. You've got to be so careful having these conversations. Who is that disgusting asshole denigrating the Queen? What is this? Get the asshole of the radio. Looking forward to getting three weeks off when the Queen dies. Who is he? On at uh, 12.40. OMG, another one looking for compo. Jeez, what a pair. Some dim woman on now. Wow. <laughs> but looking at the rest of his stream, he's, he's something of a of an unofficial social commentator. Cameron, nineteen sixty one, John, mate. He's, thank um, you. Thank you. Tweeted that. You'll be astonished to uh, see. Uh, okay. All right, John. All right, John. Thank you, mate. I appreciate. Um, I appreciate you're too dim to have heard what we actually said, and you only heard certain buzzwords that got filtered through your thick ear holes in, and they echoed and bounced around in your empty head and you heard us looking forward to the queen dying everybody else heard what we actually said because we said it with subtlety we said it with nuance we said it with wit and we said it with a questioning tone as we scratched our heads to try and get some form of understanding some form of grasp on what the hell is going on in this brief blip of time that we're on this rock that is spinning through the cosmos no one knows why we're here or what we're here for or what we're supposed to do or how we're supposed to feel. And what you've heard, John, and it scared you, is you've heard two people actually trying to make sense of everything by having a subtle, nuanced, clever conversation instead of just salivating every time you hear a certain buzzword or catchphrase spouted by an idiot. John, this show is too clever for you. I suggest you flick over to Talk Sport until Julia starts her rant this morning. That's my suggestion, John, because you ain't going to get any of this. John, I appreciate your contribution to the show. Now, sod off. Let's go to Fake Sheila. Good evening, <laughs> Fake Sheila. Oh, hello. Am I here? Yes. I think so. What's a joke? All those like sounds and stuff. The sounds of my well, the sounds were uh, words <laughs> I was forming with my mouth. I'm here. I'm here. Hello. Yes. Okay. Hiya. Yes. Hello. Right. So what I'm worried about is I was ex thinking I'm coming to this show on Sunday. Very upset about it. What show on Sunday? Well, I think this is a show on Sunday. 
what show on Sunday? I think it's a, um, a show that you and Kath are doing. On this Sunday? Yeah. No, we're not doing anything this Sunday. Next. No, it's in London. No, I know you are. Not this Sunday, we're not, no. Yes, you are. No, no we're, we're not, really we're not, not Sheila. Sheila. Okay. But it's upset me very much, so... Well, what is? Because we're not... We, this isn't even a joke. We're not doing a show on Sunday. So what are you doing on Sunday? I'm probably going to be playing Call of Duty. Uh, oh, I'm gonna, no. I'm going to drink some wine and make a roast. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say anymore. You got your dates wrong, Sheila. What do you mean? What I mean is, you've got your dates wrong. Okay, I've had a shitty week, oh. and I thought, I don't know... I feel I want to, I really want to come to the show on Sunday. We're not doing one on Sunday, really, this isn't no, even a I thing. I really want to come to the show on Sunday. Brilliant, look forward to seeing you there. In Putney? Yeah. No, I, I don't go to Putney often, but I really want to go. Don't go on Sunday. On the, on the 14th? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the 14th is Saturday, it's a week Saturday. Yes. Yeah, it's not this no, Sunday. No, 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 7th. No, there's no. nothing on the 7th. But I've got tickets for, I'd tickets love to, for the 7th, so go, I'm coming on the 7th. Could, could you go and get the ticket and look at it? There's no ticket. No, it's okay. just a... Right, well, you haven't got a ticket for the 7th then, because there is no show on the 7th, which is the Saturday, because we're doing it on the 14th. Okay. I don't know why you're not believing me. Why, why, what are you doing on, on the 7th? Uh, no, 7th. Seventh, I'm probably going to be playing Call of Duty again. Because I've got not, nothing we, this weekend for the first time in ages. Right. And what are you doing on f for the London show? What are you going to do? We're going to be doing it on the 14th. Like it says on my website, which I've just double-checked to make sure. Oh, my God. That's amazing. I've been so upset all week because I look like shit. My hair is rubbish. I'm fat. And I thought, oh. If I had another week, I can go and get my hair done. You've got another week. It's happening. <laughs> Your wish has come true. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. It's on December the 4th. You've got a week to get your hair done. This is awesome. Sheila, why are you getting your hair done for us? No, it's for me. Good. Don't do it for us. You turn up in your track slacks for a week. It's been my birthday and I think I, I spoke to you a bit back a, a little while ago. My dad's in care. Yeah. He's still in care. It's been rubbish. I had a rubbish year. I just want to get my hair done. Well, you've been gifted a week. A you've been gifted a week to get your hair done because yeah. we are actually on. And you know yes, it's a I'll lunchtime. You know it's an afternoon show. I know that's the thing that worries me. You got it. I don't go out in the afternoon, mate. Okay, well, you're going to come out on the afternoon of Saturday the 14th. <laughs> Oh dear, so it's not this weekend? No, it's not, no. <laughs> okay, so it's what, two weeks away? Yep. It's well, the 14th. It's the oh, by the way, is there a theme? Sorry? It's nearer to Christmas. Yes. So is there a Christmas theme or? We might play some Christmas games. Right, what are we supposed to dress as? Christmas trees. <laughs> the person who comes dressed as the best Christmas tree could win a prize. No, I want to dress as fancy dress. Yeah, a Christmas... You wear what you like, Sheila. Thank you. Bye. She'll be a Christmas tree. Fred, man, I hope, man. <laughs>
<laughs> I was getting really angry that she wouldn't believe. Well, the, yeah, we have got was, a bit of previous. <laughs> but but you were telling her the truth. I know. But yeah. You've got no previous. <laughs> yeah. It's not this weekend. We can clarify that. Is it? No. Only worried. I was worried now. I, think, I was worried it was on some tickets. I thought there at, are no tickets. I'm looking at my website. I'm looking at the um, uh, the Half Moon in Putney's website. Um, dearie, dearie me. <laughs> <laughs> By the reply, <laughs> the way, some of the replies to John Walker's tweet. I can't even read out on the radio. But there's there's some very very funny ones. <laughs> I told you. I knew it. As soon as you start to question some of the old traditions, people then just switch off and he and they make up their own narrative. Actually more respectful to the Queen in that conversation because of people like John than I actually wanted to be. But because I don't I also I don't want to come on and just say rude stuff for the saying sake of saying rude stuff. That's not what this show is about. But we're allowed to question the monarchy, we're allowed to question the reaction that there will be to the death of, of a member of the royal family. We're, we're allowed to do that, mate. We're allowed to do that. And we did it in actually a very respectful, um, thoughtful way. And that's part of what this show is about, is kicking ideas around. We, we don't always, very rarely, in fact, and me and Catherine come here with fully formed ideas that we we then stick to we we build up you know like a little gun mount and we st- we hide behind it and we defend these ideas throughout the show we don't really do that we kind of tend to come in with sort of an inkling of an idea but not quite sure what we think about it and we kick it around yeah. like you do at home in conversation i would hope but i think that some people are so programmed to expect a certain thing when they switch on the radio anything else is quite frightening to them it must be wrong. Can it must we, be stopped. Catherine, can we have an update on the Queen's condition, please? So far, no news. So far, she is fine and dandy, and I hope, I really hope, John, that makes you, uh, that, that keeps you warm. Here's there, the thing. Right? It's yeah. the not questioning that led to people passing that crap around over the weekend, yeah, saying we, that we, she... D- uh, Daryl Morris has just walked Hi in. Hi there. Uh, but we've, we've got some phone calls, Daryl. We've got to take these. We've got Jesse on the line. Good evening, Jesse. Mm. Hello, Jesse. Good. Hello, Ian. Jesse, we, we haven't got much time because Daryl's in to, to talk up his show. Hi, Jesse. Well, I want to tell you about the Queen. This will impress you. I bet it won't. You know, the Queen's got her own double. You're thinking of Saddam Hussein. <laughs> I don't. You're thinking of Saddam Hussein. No, I worked at the Sick Kids Glasgow. Yes. And I was on duty and the... She came to the opening. But it wasn't really the, the Queen. It was the Queen and her double. Her double yeah. comes along with her. Isn't that just a lady in yeah, waiting? They all have the same hairdo, don't they? They look a bit similar, don't yeah, they? The same hairdo, the sort yeah. of violin you're top. Thinking of, yeah. um, you're thinking of Faith Brown, aren't you? <laughs> They'd just been to a, a big uh, event in Glasgow. Jesse, thank you very much indeed. And very quickly, yeah. have you spoken to Nigel before? Nigel. From Maidstone. Oh, uh, no, I don't think so. Nigel, Nigel say hello to Daryl. Hello, Daryl. Hi, Nigel. How are you? Oh, oh, Daryl, you're next, aren't you? I hope so. Yeah. So yeah, far, so yes, good. I've listened, to some, I've listened to some of your show. I'm watching Foofy Girl. 
I'm watching Facebook. Okay. What is that? Anyway, hi, hi, <laughs> hi, Catherine. Yeah. Fufu girl, what's that? That film, the old one. In the Supergirl. Oh. Supergirl. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, Nigel, that's a different oh, film. Ian. we got 5815. Nigel. My, I've dyed my hair, Ian. <laughs> yes? Ian. Yes? I've dyed my hair tonight orange. Great. Daryl's <laughs> going to tell you what's on his show, Nigel, and you tell him which bits you're interested in. Yeah, I'm going to put him on now. Okay, okay. No, he's, he's going to tell you. anyway. In the next 45 seconds, what's on in his oh, show? You tell seconds. him if you're interested or not, okay? Okay, yes, I will, yeah. Okay. Okay, okay Nigel, so after one o'clock this morning, so Ian was talking about the fact that uh, he likes on his show to be a bit more considered, perhaps, than, than maybe other radio programmes. Not necessarily always on this radio station, but across the dial, I think it's fair to say. We'd like to do the same thing. I think that the hottest take on the last couple of days has come from the most unlikely place, um, and it's actually, it's, quite, it's kind of devastating, but also incredibly inspiring. We're going to talk about that after one, and also going to hear uh, more about Jesse Owens, you know, the guy that was uh, probably one of the most significant athletes at yeah. one of the most significant Olympics. One of his medals is going on this place, yeah. so we're going to learn more about him before What do you reckon, two. Nigel? Do sound you think, good? Yes. Sounds good, yeah. The show, show sounds good. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep listening. There you go. This Perfect. is Talk Radio. We are Talk Radio.